What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Joe Biden just delivered remarks on the tragedies that hit this country in the past couple of weeks. And he, uh, I'm just going to come out and be a little bold on it. He basically called for banning guns. He said uh, banning assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Their definition of assault weapon and high-capacity magazine includes like your standard Glock. He also said he wants to end the 72-hour release period for background checks and expand background checks to private sales, which would, in my opinion, for the most part, lead to outright banning of all guns. If you don't know a lot about this, you might just hear what he said and be like, that sounds reasonable. He, you know, he goes, if, if you, after 72 hours, if, whether the background check's done or not, you get the gun. Yes, that's because otherwise the government has the right to just not give you the gun, which is a violation of the Second Amendment. If they get rid of that, the FBI can just look at your background check form and say, I'll get to it when I get to it. And then two years goes by and they're like, sorry, we never completed your background check. I can only imagine that would result in lawsuits. We'd probably win those lawsuits. But I'm watching this speech from Biden and it was just infuriating because this man is lying through his teeth. Blair White corrected me when I tweeted that saying dangerous. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Blair. Okay, yes. I'm pissed off. So we, we have this story. We also have another story, which is interesting. And the source is interesting, too. It's a survey, a study done by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which I don't trust, but found that the largest demographic, or I should say that the, the, the one demographic that's overtly uh, supportive of revolution and ass- political assassinations are young Democrat men. Hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, wow, I didn't think that the Southern Poverty Law Center would want to malign their own target audience. So maybe this, this, this survey is legit, but I'd say this, take it with a grain of salt. You know, these nonprofits, they're trying to shock you and scare you so that you give them money. Like, here's the problem. Look what's happening. But they found that around half of this country fears a civil war is coming. Uh, more so among Republicans, less so among Democrats. But young Democrat men, I believe, were the only demographic that the majority, or I should say the plurality, supported political assassinations. That's crazy. There's a large, large amount of support for revolution and political violence. And then here's another thing that, that that's also comes out of this, which is it's kind of a different story, but it's the same survey. Young men don't like feminism. Mm. Young Democrat men, young Republican men, young Republican women all said feminism has done more harm than good. So we'll talk about that too. Joining us to talk about all this is Tyler Fisher. Hey, who are you, good sir? Uh, who am I? That's a good question, man. Uh, I don't know. I went through a breakup last night, speaking of feminism. So oh, I discovered oh, myself on a six-hour car ride from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Uh, well, I'm a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm a content creator. And I'm trying to navigate this uh, this new fun cancel culture situation. You're, you're in a movie? I'm in, I'm in a movie, yeah, thanks to uh, Daily Wire. Uh, awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in Terror on the Prairie, which comes out June 14th on the Daily Wire. Cool. With Gina Carano. Absolutely. And, uh, Excellent. Yeah, incredible. Awesome, man. All from the internet. Yes, Thank you. this should be fun. Thanks for hanging out. We also got Chris Carr. 
Yes, sir. Thanks for having me back. Yes, awesome. who, are, who are you? I am the executive uh, executive editor. Almost said executive director, but that's a that's an overstatement. <laughs> executive <laughs> editor of the newsroom at timcast.com. Right on. Doing what, great work. What are you? I, I'm still figuring that out. I'm, I'm right there with you, Tyler. Are you a he him? My gosh, yeah, man, she go. still a he him. A if you can't figure that out, then just take your best guess. Yeah. Okay. You so, know, <laughs> something that Biden said also when we were listening before is that the the gun in, or the gun industry needs to be stripped of their immunity. That they're the only industry in America that has immunity. Mm. And it's like he's the second time he said it on his campaign speech slash State of the Union, whatever you want to call it. He said that it also, and he's leaving out the pharmaceutical companies that have immunity from damages he's from like vaccine. Just straight up lie. Straight what, up lie. Was he joking? Cause it, I, oh, it was a joke. That's a, what no, it was. No, not a joke, man. Every, it's oh, not a joke. I'm serious, man. Were you guys watching the sign, sign language person? You can't yeah. have such a high energy sign person <laughs> so next to him. He just looks <laughs> yeah. deader. It's bad. <laughs> deader. He's, well, a, I, he's, a, he's a bad dude. He is, yeah. <laughs> His son lied on a, on, a, on a background check form to get a gun. And then uh, it got disposed of in a dumpster, which is just so so illegal next to a school. Okay, okay, Joe. Anyway, Lydia's here, too. Yes, I was watching Joe Biden's remarks as well. Which way do I need to scoot here? There we go. Um, and I was noticing that he's trying to turn gun rights into a voting issue. I think he re- realizes this is all he has. So I'm curious how this works out for him. Uh, he'll do anything considering gas just hit a new record That's of right. $4.71, if you want to round up, 72 So, yeah, he's desperate. Uh, also, don't forget... Head over to TimCast.com, become a member to help support our work directly. As a member, you'll get access to exclusive segments from the TimCast IRL podcast. We will have one of those up for you tonight at 11 p.m. They're Monday through Thursday. And you'll be supporting our journalists, people like Chris, who's sitting over exactly. here. Exactly. Yes, who is, keep it uh, up. Yes, he, he works <laughs> because you guys believe in the work we do. So don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Let's talk about this first story. Joe Biden just addressed... Gun violence. And uh, I'm just, I'm really pissed off, guys. Biden calls for ban on assault weapons and new red flag laws. The president said the measures were not about taking away anyone's guns. He also acknowledged that Congress might not come to a consensus, even as the nation grieves the victims of several mass shootings. Okay, let me just say this. I hope you fail, Joe Biden. I hope you fail because you are a liar. You are, you are manipulating people. And to anybody who liked what Joe Biden had to say, I ask you a simple question. What is an assault weapon? What what was he talking about banning? Bayonets. That's if you, Matt Walsh's next documentary. What yeah. is? What is? An that's actually weapon? a good, good idea. idea. No, that's yeah. not, we're doing that. Good one. idea. Okay. <laughs> what is? Doing like, nobody knows what it is. Okay. What is a woman? Nobody knows. And this segment is brought to you by assault rifle. Yeah. So, well, that's ten percent off. That was dead on though. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that, I mean, if they do, what is an assault weapon? That actually that actually is a really good idea because. They don't have a definition. And this is what really bothers me is when he lies. The closest approximation is assault rifle. Assault mm-hmm. rifles haven't been uh, – you can't manufacture – I could be wrong about all this. But I'm pretty sure you can't manufacture them after 1986 for civilian use. In order for a civilian to buy one, it's got to be pre-1986. And it takes you about a year to get because you've got to get tax stamp, fingerprint. You've got to file uh, – uh, uh, it's, it's through the NFA, so you've got to file ATF forms. I, I've, I have, uh, I, I can't do it. I'll tell you why. I am too busy. So the amount of work required to actually jump through the hoops to get an NFA item, an NFA regulated item, National mm. Firearms Act, is just prohibitive for even someone like me, unless I want to take time off work so I can go down to the sheriff's department, get my fingerprints and all that. I'll tell you what the craziest thing is. First of all, red flag laws are insane. And this, I got I got to give a shout out to Maj Touré and Black Guns Matter. When he says all gun control is racist. That's right. What do you think these police will do with red flag laws? 
With a red flag law, it doesn't matter if you even have a gun. It gives them powers to violate your Fourth Amendment rights. They will come to your house and say, we're searching a warrant on a red flag. And the guy's going to be like, but I don't have a gun. Well, we don't know that for sure. Don't give the police these powers. But more importantly, what really triggered me, I was triggered. Well said. I was reeing and I was, it was pretty bad. swinging my arms. Get this gun control off my country. It's really bad. When he said he wanted to end the 72-hour release for background checks. For those that don't know, if you want to buy a gun, you have to get a background check. I do. Let me just write this down. Write this down. I live in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, you can't get one. <laughs> oh, oh, forget out. it. <laughs> the response time is 72 hours for police. So oh, gosh. Oh, right, right, right. the same yeah. as the... Well, you can't get one anyway. Flag. So now they want to ban body armor. Check it out. You go to the store, you walk up, and you say, I'd like to buy... I'd like to purchase this this weapon. Why? Why? For my, my own personal reasons, to defend my home, for sport, or to protect this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic. Whatever it is, is your fancy, right? It's your right. You got to fill out a NICS form. It's, 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 it's not that big a deal to fill out the form. Then they submit it and you have to wait. They're running a background check. The first time I bought uh, uh, a gun, they told me you are delayed and you will have to come back. We'll let you know when you're cleared. 72 hours later, I got a phone call saying you are now cleared. I went in and I was able to pick up the weapon. Turns out they never actually did the background check. My understanding is that it went long, and so my rights as an American citizen under the Second Amendment, Whoa. I get to take the weapon. If they get rid of that, that restriction on the government, you're going to have federal agents. They're going to say, you know, we just don't like this James O'Keefe guy. Huh. We'll do his background check when we, when we get time. And then three months goes by, and you're like, where's my background check? And they're like, we're working on it. That's what Joe Biden wants to get rid of. That would give the government the ability to effectively ban all guns uh, at a whim whenever they so decide. And of course, they'll give you every excuse. They'll say, you know, we're just backlogged and so understaffed. Sorry. You know what they did with marijuana back in the day? What they did was you needed a tax stamp if you wanted to buy it. Then they stopped issuing stamps, effectively making it illegal, (laughs) bypassing people's constitutional rights. This is what they will do. Joe Biden wants to, he wants universal background checks on all sales, including private sales, which means you can't even transfer a weapon to a family member. If you're, say, say you're, you're, you're Jim Bob and, and Billy Jean out in the uh, mountains of West Virginia, and you're like, I'd like to transfer this weapon to you because I'm leaving, and we got critters and bears or whatever, can't do it. Got to drive to an FFL, and you got to fill out the background check form, and then oopsie. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The feds have decided they're just not going to do it. That's how they ban guns. So no, no, Joe Biden, screw you. You're a liar. I'm Is pissed. he more serious when he's screaming or whispering? Do mm. you guys? Can you guys tell the difference? I don't know. Screaming. Do you notice he'll start with the yell and then he'll end yes. with the whisper? <laughs> hey, where are you guys? <laughs> because you're racist. He's doing that. Et. He always gets real low at the end. No, we're not. Come on, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. That begging sound. He begs. <laughs> yeah, begs. He got it from Obama. <laughs> And so does Beto O'Rourke. He does bot. It's like Owen Wilson is uh, training him. I mean, come on. I mean, we're not doing the gun thing. Putin's a bad dude. He has to get real low with it. Wow, I'm not doing it. I think think it's actually uh, the reason he whispers. 
is because when he loses where he's going and he can't think, yeah. it gives him it gives him an ex, uh, a justification for why he pa- he pauses. Yeah, yeah. So he'll be like, you know, we gotta ban the guns. Like it's like <laughs> I, I was gonna say, oh, I got it, I got it. And then he says something low, so it's like the pause was supposed to be drama as opposed yeah. – it was yeah. dramatic instead of just sad. He can't emphatically it, say what he's saying because he's reading it and he doesn't really believe it or really understand it. So then he appeals to tone. He'll try and do a, a begging tone like this yeah, because he thinks maybe the tone will get them because Obama did that. He used to do that a lot. It was really insidious. Uh, but Obama was a better actor. And yeah, you can probably speak to this yeah. point. Like if Joe, when Biden speaks, it's just like, wow, he's an awful actor and he has no grounding in principles or morals or Terrible any ethics. Actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, but but he, had to, he doesn't he, he, he can't muster up the delivery. Yeah. He you know, no like, like Obama could. Obama I, could muster I, up the delivery. As a, a white guy, I can't do an impression of um, right. a complete so idiot. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yes, we would discourage that. Well, can't do the Obama one. Can't <laughs> do Eric Adams one. either. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> Joe Biden, whenever he gets mad, it's it's so obviously performative. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, it's just like, bro, I can tell you're not really indignant. Man or Jack. Mean. Either one. Jack. Man or Jack. Yeah, Jack. It's like the fakest – It's you're phoning it in, dude. Yeah, he throws his hands up a lot mm-hmm. of – Remember when he got mad at that uh, uh, that guy who was uh, a union worker who oh, was yeah. like, you're trying to ban my guns, <laughs> oh, and then yeah, he got yeah. really angry at him and started yelling at him? Oh, yeah. He, like, punched yeah. the guy. He'll let go up and he, yeah. he tried to, like, jab him. Yeah, yeah. yeah Joe Biden's a bad guy. Not he's nice. He's a bad guy who hangs out with some bad boys. That's right. He's a mean mm-hmm. fella. Wow. Never really and he's so that unremarkable, guy. too. I didn't like, even, yeah. I, somebody asked me recently, they were just like, what would you ask Joe Biden if you could interview him? And as a journalist, I really pondered on that. I was just like, man, what would I ask Joe Biden? And I really couldn't muster up a good, meaningful question because I feel like his record is so unremarkable and so uninteresting that I feel like I would just be better off trolling him at this point in I his had, life, even well, though that might be considered a little bit mean. I'd never heard of him until he ran against Obama, and I was like, this is the this is the establishment character they're using to run against there Obama. More than Hillary. I was like, who is this well, weird that was, old yeah. dude? That was then they I found out he was a plagiarist from the yeah. 80s and had to resign from this presidential from the, run, yeah, basically, yeah. in 88. That. The idea with, with Biden was, will America elect a younger black man so they were like, let's get an older white dude and put them together so we can try and maximize our potential. And then it's funny because McCain went with Sarah Palin, right? They were like, let's try a woman. And it was just like, yo, get the pandering out of there. Yeah. It's not helping. Mm-hmm. Although I think Sarah Palin was way better than McCain was. Oh, definitely. So Easily. She, she definitely yeah. helped his campaign for whatever it was. But he loses anyway. McCain kept mm-hmm. saying, my friend. He'd keep calling people my friend all of a sudden as soon as he started campaigning. <laughs> I was like, these aren't your friends, dude. He's like, my friend, you know, really like you, you got to blow up a bunch of people in the Middle East. And I was just like, I don't want to vote for that guy. Okay. And then Obama was like, I'm going to end the wars. And I was like, I'll vote for that guy. That's a good Obama. Yeah. But then as soon as he did, he was like, I'm going to blow up these kids. <laughs> so I am uh, president and uh, I blow up kids. You can't did. steal. You're stealing that impression from a black person. You're taking somebody's job. You can't do that, Tim. Yeah, come on, Tim. Well, on, actually, man. hold on. I'm, mi- I'm, I'm mixed race and mixed race is a smallest minority in the country. So I'm actually the most oppressed. So oh, I'm sorry, I'm, man. You're going to write, write, you're gonna write down. Make, make sure you make sure you note. take note of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love how they're listing the, you know, it's like the first openly gay Black press. They don't do that for any of the crappy jobs, right? <laughs> They're like the first gender queer, ambiguous, you know, ambidextrous janitor. No yeah, one gives no. a crap about any of the mundane I, jobs at the White House. It'd be great if they were the, could like mop with two hands at once. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really useful. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, truly. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> I am the best yeah. at what I do. That'd be super useful. You know, and 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 to be fair. 
It's probably because they're already a bunch of trans, able, you know, demi janitors or whatever. Right. But, you know, I think it's a fair point to be like, we got to respect the trades. And, yeah. you could, and, and our society just literally doesn't do it. So if they did come out, I'd, I'd actually respect it more if they were like, our school hired the first gay janitor. I'd be like, oh, all right. But when they're like this Keep high an eye rate, on them. Keep an eye on them. But, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when, when they come out and they're like this high, you know, they, they say like this is the first official or whatever, and then they ignore the Republican ones. <laughs> right. It's like was it, wasn't like the first Republican member of – a black member of Congress like in the 1800s? And for the Democrats, it was like 1992 or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought when they – when Tulsi Gabbard was running for president uh, in this last cycle and they were like, well, we can't, we can't cast her as the role because we need a woman of color. I was like, okay, hold, she is a woman of color. The, the, the shark has jumped. Like we we just lost it. They they it the shark has jumped. Yes, the shark has jumped. <laughs> we, everybody remembers ign- when the shark jumped over the phone. That's right. Yes, yes. Happy days. Yeah. Apparently, that's when the show's that's gone too started. far. It's lost the plot. It's mm-hmm. gone. Like, right. If you wanted a woman of color, you had a woman of color. You pretended like she wasn't a woman of color because you want an authoritarian in. Is what you're saying, right. and you just want to use the color as an option. Not enough color. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love it. They're like. You know, we need more representation for marginalized voices. And then Candace Owens is like, I'm going to do a popular show. And they go, not you. Yeah. Yeah, you're out. No, you're a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Or Larry Elder. It's just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, they re- it's funny because they throw all these racial slurs at, uh, um, you know, like Candace Owens or, or Larry Elder calling. The, I'm not going to I'm not going to repeat the, the words they use. But they, but they'll call them like the token or whatever that Republicans will rely on. Right. And then literally all they do is that they bring about these the, these marginalized voices who just repeat their own opinions for them mm-hmm. it's funny because you can actually have like candace owens argue with someone but then you'll have these like uh, um diversity candidates for these these public jobs just espousing mainstream opinions as if they're being puppeted by these corporations that's them doing exactly what they're claiming the right is doing projection is it's you know what i really hate saying it because it's like the 800th time we'll have said it but mm-hmm. they project everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it yeah it's like why am I, why why am I looking up to like Candace Owens and Larry Elder to to like speak up for you know like for white men really yeah I mean like that's really what happened though like I I was like why am I getting uh, <laughs> why why do I feel like Candace Owens has my back mm-hmm. more than the president or somebody and they'll go well they're just a white supremacist I'm like what is happening right now a black person could be a white supremacist. It's well, I, it, it's, you incredible. know, I think they're conflating it with Roman supremacy. I brought this up a couple of times. They call it white supremacy, make it a race thing. But like the Roman culture enslaved most of the world that they could get their hands on. They built the Roman Catholic Church to mentally enslave people. And like it's predominated our society, this Roman Catholicism, this Roman. Now it's like the British government with their banks, their international bank. Like it's all oh, yeah. kind of now we're um, talking residual like of the Romans. <laughs> now we're talking. Seamus is Seamus is sitting at home and he's going, "Oh, Ian, oh Seamus, yeah. I got you. I love it. <laughs> Defend is, yourself." Seamus is not here to, to to push back on the religious stuff. I don't know about all that, um, but I see what you're saying, right? The, the the Roman Empire falls, then you get the European empires, the various nations, the Holy Roman Empire. The, that was like Germanic. But then you end up mm-hmm. with colonization from a variety of European powers after they after the you know the empire falls. So ultimately, I don't think they have any idea what they're talking about. I think they're just saying things that use morsels of truth to manipulate you, and so they can gain power. Yeah, racism. It's, right. It's, they know that we yeah. all don't like racism. They know that the average American does not like racism. So they use the fear of you being called a racist. 
It worked for a while. I don't think it's working so much no, anymore. No, no. Yeah, people aren't having it. It That's happened true. in 2016. I was trying to explain Hillary's email dump to WikiLeaks to my friend, and he was oh. like, uh, it's just your white privilege. And I didn't know yeah. how to defend myself or right, respond. Right. I was like, can't. I don't think so. I'm just <laughs> I reading like you, it. You felt about yourself. I felt like, so dirty. I was I like, I don't think, I think I'm money welcome in LA anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, bro, bro, how can I there's, it, there's, there's a real simple uh, thing that I live by, and it's just if you don't know, ask. Yeah. So if someone's like, this is your white privilege, I'll go, oh, what is that? What's that? Yeah. yeah. And then they'll say something like, because you're white, X, Y, and Z. And then ask them again. Be like, you know, oh, what do you think about poor people? Like, what do you think about poor white people? And just keep asking them questions to make them answer. The Socratic method, essentially. Yeah. And then eventually when they break their own logic, they're just like, I don't know. And, you know, it's, I don't know. What do you mean by that? And then you lightly argue with them. Be like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that one. He was like, it's her time, Ian. It's her time. <laughs> and I was like, you're just, Who, it's Hillary? your white privilege. Yeah. I'm like, what does that have to do with her? I thought it was like, yeah. is it my male privilege or wait? Uh, well, then, yeah. I digress. But here's, here's what I do. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, times are definitely changed now where we, we've bifurcated so much politically that I don't know if these methods work, but when I would have people say stuff like to me, like about Hillary, I'd be like, what do you, what do you mean by it's her time? And they'll be like, well, Hillary's been in government for so long, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh, do you think that makes her a good president? Like, do you think she'll be a good president? And then just have them ask, like, ask them these things. And then w- once they start getting angry the way like, – because I've experienced that too. I always just be like, I'm sorry, man. I, I, don't, I didn't mean to make you angry. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Depends what you mean like, by the and word. And then they got to calm word. down. <laughs> yes. What do you yeah. mean by the word? Word. But the one the thing fine I. word. The one thing mm-hmm. I always like is like if you're asking questions because someone's making these outrageous statements that don't mean anything and then they get really, really angry. You just say, I don't understand why you're being so mean or, you're, or I don't understand why you're yelling at me. Yeah, just, rather than continue to try to drive home what I was talking about, about the emails, I should have started asking about well, his feelings and stuff. That's so a better tactic. If someone's using an emo, <laughs> if someone's emotionally enraged, they're not going to think straight. Their, yeah. their logical centers of their minds are, are shutting down. The emotion's taking over. And now you want to ask them, like, yo, are you all right? Like, are you mad? I'm sorry. Yeah, I why are you mad. being mean? That's right. It's, it's yeah. the same uh, psychological so tactic that you want to use with children, mm. you know, because, like, you right. have to use child psychology to deal with children. And oftentimes, adults behave like children. So you want to use the same techniques of a psychologist that deals with children to deal with adults that are behaving like children. Right. And I know that this is true, not because I have children, but because I saw a TikTok about it. And, it and, a lot and of sense also, and also reverse psychology. Yes. So when someone yes. says they want to vote for, you know, Joe Biden, you go, uh, well, I already voted for Joe Biden and you disagree with me. And then they'll go, Shh, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I'm actually voting for Trump. It's like, all right. <laughs> all and that right. works too. No, that never works. But that I, I love that 
technically in some areas it literally did work. That there's that Babylon Beam uh, joke where they said, "Ingenious move, Trump comes out in support of impeachment, <laughs> yeah. so that Democrats must oppose." Yeah, because <laughs> <Good. laughs> that's what they did. Trump could come out and be like, "Pancakes are great," and they'd be like, "Pancakes are terrible. They're racist. The racist history of pancakes." The problem with gluten. There's 400 genders. There's so many. Yeah. We're all polyamorous. We're all fluid. <laughs> yeah. like, they say, "Sir, we're fluid. We're so fluid." And then they'd come out and be like, "We're all straight now." Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah perfect. Yeah. I just want to say you're like four for four or five for five with the impressions. Thank you're you. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not keeping track or anything, but I think you're four. For Can four you tell five what five. I did in my room growing up yeah, with yeah. all my my weight shame. I just like. Well, I guess I'll talk to myself. Did you do it in a mirror? Oh yeah. Oh no. Yeah, nice. yeah. Oh yeah. Jim Carrey did that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Six percent. Right. Okay. <laughs> that was good, but I just don't like Jim Carrey. Yeah. I like yeah. him these days. What I'm, kind of millennial yeah. are you, Tim? I thought you were a millennial with the rest of us. You don't like Jim, like Jim Carrey? Yes. He's 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 like a self righteous. Arrogant guy. He well, spoke out he against. Is. Will I mean, oh no, his I brain's been broken. He did speak out against in the nineties. Yeah. He meant a lot to us. Bruce Almighty was awesome. Yes, yeah. And then they did Evan Almighty, and I was like, that "Well, is good. I mean, no, Dumb and Dumber is my favorite movie of, of all time. It's just God. <laughs> Ace Ventura was definitely a home run. Yeah, that was <laughs> nothing yeah. had come out like it at that point. Cable guy. How, how, Cable how guy. Now, how are we talking about Jim Carrey? Girl? Well, he he talked smack about Will Smith when he popped. Um, Chris Rock at yeah. the Oscars, yeah. and he was like, came out publicly yeah. and was like, "It's yeah, he's, you know, derided it basically." It was nice to see a celebrity do that or an actor do yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you know, what I, I prefer is like, I I like people who are willing to be like, "Wow, I didn't know that." Mm. That that's about it. And so, like seeing yeah. seeing so many celebrities come out, talking big, acting like they know everything, and they don't. And they're making everything worse. It's frustrating because the way I describe it is like. Imagine you're trying to fix an engine. Actually, we talked about this with one of our progressive guests. And then you've got a guy standing next to you yelling that you've got to like, you got to put the engine fluid and the blinker fluid in. You're like, that's, that's not a thing. There's no blinker. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I, I know you, you're, you're insane. Okay. We need, and then they all vote. We vote. We pour the water in that valve and you're like, oh, you're going to break the engine and they do. And then you're like, I needed that engine too, man. Along those lines, last night we were talking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. I want to touch on it really quick because I said some stuff. I said like just a couple of drunk cokeheads beating each other up and people like, Ian, Johnny Depp wasn't beating her up. I didn't really follow the trial. It probably did come off kind of ignorant to speak with that kind of authority. And Amber Heard is definitely a liar. So I want to get that on record. She said that she donated money to charity when she had actually pledged the the money. And then when they caught her on the stand lying under oath, they're like, you said you pledged it, but you didn't donate it. She's like, so did you, did you donate? I pledged it. Yeah. Mm-mm. I pledged it. That's pledged not what I'm asking. Game. I'm asking if you donated it. I pledged it. I pledged it. Yeah, I donated. I, I pledged it. She was like, I use those words interchangeably. And she keeps you know, a permanent pouty face. I don't know if you know. She's just Ugh. the whole, that was a whole trial. Man. She's a. It was. Fun. I don't want to talk too was, crappy about people. But that was. It, it was fun. He's I'm, he's fat. He was fascinating to watch. I thought you were gonna say he was fat. Yeah, he, he was, was fat. I was gonna agree. That's all I took from him. No, so fat. He was so fat. I was gonna agree because I was like, fat anymore. Looking a little thick, you know. I saw him playing guitar and I was like. But he would do these, like, 20-minute stories to get to this crazy thing she did. He'd be like, I I woke up in the morning, and there's a light dew outside. I I, I saw a small (laughs) injured crow (laughs) that I knitted a small cashmere sweater. Johnny, scissor hands over When I realized Miss uh, Miss Heard had taken a 
crap into my laptop. You're like, just get to the crap in the laptop <laughs> thing. Exciting. He's got a belt suspense, man. Yeah. yeah. You think he'll be in like he'll his career will will have a resurgence? I think him and no, Will Smith should be made, put into some some uh, maybe yes, show. absolutely. And uh, <laughs> it's it's like maybe it should be space pirates. Oh yeah, and aliens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's dope. You know, he was off playing a live show in London yeah. when the verdict came out. He is like yeah. Jack Sparrow at this point. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. he's in he's, he's in back, Brando baby. territory. I don't know if yeah. I'm the only one that remembers how the trajectory of Brando's. Who Brando was also a very uh, kind of a central figure in Johnny Depp's life. I think he, in many ways he wanted to be Brando. Okay, and I think that Depp is pretty much at the Brando point in his career because Brando had to go on trial for his son's. Yeah, there was like a, I think there's some sort of murder trial that his son was involved in, and Brando had to take the stand. And in this weird way, Depp is in the same position that he's in. I think he's in Brando territory. He's never going to recover. He was also banging Amber Heard, Brando. So I think oh, that, yeah. that's Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. To his like, credit. Oh, I got yes. 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 yes, yes, of course. All right. Let's, let's jump away from the funny celebrity stuff into the depressing, oh, distressing no. Civil War stuff. All right, great. We got the story from the Washington <laughs> Times. Distressingly high level of support for assassinating politicians among young Democratic men. I saw this headline and I went, what? What is it? No way. And then I looked at the data and the numbers are comparable to Republican women. <laughs> I was <Okay>. like, uh, <laughs> why is it that maybe there's something about, I, I don't know, because young Democrat women uh, and young Republican men are about one third in favor of political assassination. And I'm like, yo, that's bad enough yeah. that they're all... Yeah, so I love how they framed this like young Democratic men are in favor. And then it's like 44% said they would uh, – they support assassination and young Republican women at 40%. And then I was like, okay. So let me actually – I don't know if, if this will actually work if I can pull up. Here we go. It's the Southern Poverty Law Center, who I don't trust and is probably wrong. But um, reading through this, the fact that they would list young Democratic men as the most in support of this political violence, I was like – well, why would the SPLC deride their own donors? You know, like they, they make their bread. Their bread and butter is, is young Democrats. So maybe it's legit. And I got to be honest, a lot of what they say, I think it sounds absolutely plausible. There's a there's a bunch in this survey that they produced, notably about feminism, about uh, great replacement, things like that. We'll talk about the feminism stuff in a minute because this is that's also fascinating. But when you get to the partisanship and violence part, take a look at this. Total approval for assassinating a politician who is harming the country or our democracy. 44% of younger Democratic men, that's that's 50, 50 years old, oh, that's less than 50 years old, approve. 54% disapprove. Among young Republican men, it's 34% approval to 57% disapproval. There's a, a decent amount of young Republican men who just don't know. But look at this. <laughs> younger Republican women is 40% to 55 that's 4% off from the Democrats. And then younger Democratic women is 32% approved. You know, I don't care if it's 44. You take a look at the boomers and the Gen Xers, and the support is under double digits, right? Among older Democrat women, 9%. Older Republican women, 10%. Older Democrat men, 6%. And older Republican men, 6%. When the boomer generation passes on, the dominant power in society is going to be overwhelmingly in favor of assassinating political opponents. I think that these numbers, though, show youthful ignorance because as you get older, you realize that violence, you start to realize things about the way the world works and that you can't just destroy the thing you hate and expect everything to be okay. All these, the we're, we're talking about 45 year olds, Ian. 
Um, did you get the forty-five-year-olds count as younger? Did you get how young? Well, that's, that's a problem. But did you fluid. get how many people they pulled? Like, did they pull six thousand? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred people. So it's yeah. not that many people, too. It depends on who they were polling. The kids might have been on Prozac. Uh, well, well, a lot okay, of video right. games. You know? Look, I think the bigger issue is that the Southern Poverty Law Center needs to keep people scared so they can make money off of them. Oh, right, yeah. So that's the first thing. They say their methodology is from April 18th, 25th, 20, uh, 2022. Tolchin Research conducted a nationwide survey of 1,500 adults ages 18 plus. It was conducted via online panel. The margin of error for the full 1,500 sample is plus or minus 2.53%. Maybe. Well, it's Maybe bad, it's, it's bad timing because I think it was yesterday the man who attempted to assassinate Reagan was let out of jail. <laughs> Hinckley. John yeah. Hinckley Jr. Yeah. Yes. And they said, we think he's doing okay. That's what they said. We, th- we don't right, think he's going to do it. You guys ready for this next part? Oh my gosh. Do it. Check this out. I'm scared. In uh, 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 another poll, total approval for threatening a politician who is harming the country democracy. Younger Republican men, 46% approve of threatening threatening a politician, 52% disapprove. But only 44% actually approve of assassination. You know what that means? Republicans, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's uh, 34% of Republican men approve. That means you've got about 12% all bark, no bite. Yep. They're going to they're gonna shake their fist at the politician and then do nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's the inverse for younger Democrat men. 40% are okay with threats, 44 with assassination. You know what that means? Damn. That 4% doesn't want to give you a warning. Mm-hmm. They're not going yeah. to tell you what they intend to yeah. do. Now, here's the best. Here's the funny part. The same thing is true of younger Republican women. 31% agree with threats, but 40% agree with assassination. These young Republican women don't want to warn you before Sneaky. they... Yeah. Personally, like who that. in the right <laughs> mind would tell a poll that they want that they're in favor of assassinating politicians that's insane you're going to be put on a watch list instantly if you tell someone that i would imagine good point ian which suggests the number is probably much higher and secondly (laughs) uh i had a point i'll come back to it i don't know what the what the look at this i'll remember total approval of for participating in a political revolution the the here here, 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 this one's fascinating the one group that is most in favor of, of of participating in a revolution is young republican men I tweeted out, forty-five I'm, percent. I'm getting really yeah. tired of this alien versus villain narrative that we're going through right now. What I mean is like the weird hero, like the young transgender kid that feels like an alien in the reality, or Superman who's an alien, or like a superhero that's not normal. This non-normal hero versus a blanket form of evil. Because when you think there are things out there that are evil, then you may be willing to destroy them. And it's making people think that killing is the way to solve things, yeah. and it's not. So... It's a fantasy. Marvel superhero movies are fantasy. There are no good and evil thing. Like it's, it's not black and white. Uh, actually, it's not black and white. Uh, put them in jail. Aven- uh, uh, Avengers: Infinity War did a really good job of uh, job of addressing this. They, you know, Thanos was driven by his character arc was literally I'm going, I'm doing good. Right. He and and you actually have that conversation in the film with Captain America when he's like, we don't trade lives, versus Thanos being like, I'm going to save the universe. Thanos thought he was the good guy. And so, uh, there, I watched this really amazing, uh, uh, critique, filmmakers critique of Infinity War. And they said what people didn't realize is that it's a hero's journey story, same as other, any other story, but it's about Thanos. Yeah. Dude, it's I a- have the comic right here. This is where it all came from. It's called the Infinity Gauntlet. And mm-hmm. you're right, Tim. You explained it exactly. Thanos was, Thanos was an anomaly. He was, he was nor, you know, from, depends on the perspective you look at Thanos from is whether or not he's evil. Yeah, he is. 
It really works, though, when they set up somebody to be just pure evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fell for it. I was I was, wa- I was listening to NPR, you know, a y- two years ago watching CNN. Literally, I was, I was brainwashed because you go, well, they're evil, so it doesn't matter what we do. I probably would have been, you know, if they gave away free coffee or something, I would have filled that out. I would have been another point for the Democrats. Yeah, so, so what happened for you? How did you one day not... Like, how do you break out from Oh, that? yeah. My coming out. My walk right, away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Your and walk I, and away. It, yeah. Well, I talk, I talk to Brandon a lot because yeah, yeah. We're, we're, you know, it's it, this is what's so funny is me and a guy like Brandon, we never would have talked. That's Brandon right. Strzok. Yeah. 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 We, 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 they're bringing all these people together that would have never associated right. with each other. And, and, and so it's kind of bizarre. But uh, it started with the, uh, with the, the white shaming stuff. You know, that, that was it. It was like, take a seat, give up your job. Sorry, we're not hiring white people. We're we're full with white people at comedy clubs. We're wow. not casting white people. And then slowly, I'm like, am I supposed to just give up my life? And, take, they, and they would say, yes. Yeah. Take a look at this. As part of the same poll, The Great Replacement, they say, as you know, the demographic makeup of America is changing and becoming more diverse, with the U.S. Census estimating white people will be a minority in approximately 25 years. Generally speaking, do you find these changes to be very positive, somewhat positive, somewhat negative, or very negative? You know what's funny? What do we have? We have 63% of Democrats say either somewhat or very positive. And I'm like, there is something deeply wrong with you if you're like, it's a good thing that a racial group is is being diminished or whatever. Now, for the people that view it negatively. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I have some questions about why they view it negatively. Sure. But it's not as bad as people view it po- positively. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, hey, it's kind of a bad thing that a group of people is slowly disappearing or whatever, I'll be like, okay, well, let's talk about that. For the Democrats, they're like, this is good. I'm kind of like, yeah, that's kind of creepy and racist. That's weird. Well, even the white politicians, they're, they're like, yeah, we'll be gone. Yeah, that's weird, <laughs> well, right? It yeah. harkens back to like that they're trying to – they're worried too much about the skin color and not the not the ideology of the Roman. I'm going to keep talking about Romans. It's awesome. <laughs> but like this Roman supremacy thing where like, you know, it was started by slaves, slave masters – they try and like even I mean I'm I'm I don't want to hate on the Catholic Church, but I do hate on the Catholic Church because I can't stand the organization of power and that you have to have this authority of a pope that you've got to go through. That's authoritarian. If you want to communicate with God, it's within you. Was that a pedophile yes. joke? You got to go through the pope. <laughs> no, unfortunately, so, no. yeah, and it was hilarious. <laughs> Pretty good. I, I my my thing on the the Great Replacement stuff is, you know, Democrats have talked about demographic change as a means of maintaining political power. Tucker Carlson then mentions they talk about it. Then they accuse him of far-right white supremacist conspiracy theories. And I'm like, dude, they're outright telling the SPLC they they're, they view it positively that white people are becoming a minority. I'm like, race shouldn't matter. 
No. You know what's funny is this survey didn't have a doesn't matter option. That's it's like, is it good or bad? Yeah, or yeah, do you yeah. not know? And I'm yeah. like, it's not good or bad. This is what it is. If that's what's yeah. happening, you know. I don't, I don't we're think mixing you want... and mingling. It's, you know. It's right, bad. right. I think it's and, good for mm-hmm. immune systems. To Racial diversity is good for the immune system, I believe. It is. But ultimately, what matters to me is the values. I'm going to put that on my Tinder profile. Yes. There you go. Yes. <laughs> my immunity is good. It it's good. <laughs> values matter. Meritocracy, individual uh, uh, freedoms, pers- yeah. personal freedom, personal liberty, um, meritocracy. I say that. Um, personal responsibility. There we go. That's one. Yeah, Those personal are things that responsibility. Matter. Yeah, freedom of speech, the um, safety and security in your your person and your property. You know, the right to self defense, due process, yeah. constitutional rights. The fascinating thing is, they say in this. Let me see if I can pull it up. They say, if we hope to secure a multiracial democracy and prevent partisan violence, uh, our results show this is that a substantial effort on the part of activists, institutions, and government will be required if we hope to secure a multiracial democracy. Fascinating. Oh, Stephen so Marsh was on this show, and he's the guy who wrote the book, The Next Civil War, which I reference fairly often. And he said, within the United States, there is a multicultural democracy and a constitutional republic. He said he favored multicultural dem- democracy. I said I favor constitutional republic. And I think he's right. I think that is the split. The SPLC is very much on the side of, they say multiracial democracy, but democracy is the real point here. Mm. We're not a democracy. We have some democratic institutions, like we elect our representatives, but we don't, and we have referendums. But for the most part, our government is run by elected representatives who represent us. I like the constitution. I like the fact that there is like a set of rules and understandings as to what the government can and can't do. They want to get rid of that. Yeah. What they want is majoritarian rule. Whatever we say goes, which I think is nightmarish. The SPLC outright says they want to secure that. It's never been more clear, in my opinion. Well, they're going after equ- equity. We s- equality is is out. You don't even hear the word equality anymore. You mm-hmm. only hear equity, mm-hmm. which is forced outcome, and nobody knows what that means. No one even realizes that's what's happening. Um, right. And so it's, you can't. You would never watch a football game if you knew the score, and that's what's happening. That's why people aren't watching Netflix. Because they know the score. They know the story. They know it's going to be this type of person, this type of person, this view, this view, this view. And there's no surprise anymore because it's not. But tell it, tell it to us again, but this time as Trump. Well, maybe I'll do it as Jordan Peterson. It's, yes. like, it's like no one knows about equity, Tim. <laughs> it's like personal responsibility. Clean your room. Eat a lobster. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now cry. Cry. Like can, you, can you muster out a tear? <laughs> it's like you got to stop doing cocaine off a stripper's <laughs> butt. It's like Carl Jung. Carl Jung. I don't even know how he came up with that. It's like a miracle Tim that even came good. up with that. See, I Seamus, could be the executive director. Seamus is going to regret not being yeah, here. Yeah, I just wish he was here. It would have been great because we could have had This is my SNL audition because I can't get one, so I hope they're watching. We could have had Jordan Peterson debate Ben Shapiro. Yeah. That would have been fun. Well, it's like, yeah, terrific. Yeah. I think you made a good point, Tyler, about equity and about equality of outcome which is basically what equity is that they yeah. will kneecap well i knew i'd have that outcome it's if like i said it so if, in a game of football <laughs> if the per- the team that was leading no longer got the ball until yeah. they until the other team scored and got there no one would watch that sport no one's watching you can't yeah. even call it a sport at that point it's because they're not not able to compete evenly this is and this is poisoning every industry because i i mean i talk about this a lot you know on social media and stuff and and uh, i'm sure we'll talk about the lawsuit in, in a bit but people reach out to me in every single department of every job it, this is poisoning and people are quitting there because they're like i, I don't want to be a part of this mm-hmm. people are be- managers are being forced to hire people based on skin color and they're put in this really really tough situation you know 
and uh, and peop- people are just it's the, Yo, the jig I'll, is up. I'll, I'll I'll be honest, right? Running a company, there there are weird laws yeah. that you're looking at, and California's got it crazy. Like they mandate on the board certain like you have to have X amount of women or something like that. So then your your company is no longer built by those who are good at the job. It's built by people who fit quotas. Yeah. It is interesting. I think men and women is the best example of the value of diversity because I, I when I have conversations with people, I find that having a woman in, in with the conversation is a very different kind of communication. Not always, but there, there's logic, which is a very male thing. Then there's emotions, which is a very feminine thing maybe and um but when it comes to race like i'm interested in hearing people's backgrounds and these other cultures maybe they're from another country i think it's way less important i don't know when it comes to diversity hiring women like i'm glad you're here lydia i like that to hear your perspective oh do we as a female oh i didn't see lydia i didn't know they put her in the corner all the time (laughs) Um, (laughs) is that offensive of me to say lydia no that i'm in the corner no no just that there's a value A value of like male and female diversity in no, a conversation. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And we know that women like people. This is why women do jobs like yeah. be school teachers and be nurses. nurses yeah. And men are engineers. Turns yeah. out engineering earns more money because it's more precise. And even men, when they go into nursing, they go into nurse anesthesia, which is it turns your patient into an object because they're completely asleep. And then, and then the men take over. Else. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like That's not, what I'm earns not. the most money. Yeah. yeah. It's engineering. But no, yeah, you're entirely correct, Ian. Yeah. There is a lot of value there, especially between men and women and what different genders tend to offer but however you have to understand that there are there's an equal distribution of incompetence i think across genders (laughs) and once you factor in race i I, it becomes very strange but i do think there is some value to men women ratio generally speaking i got an idea yeah it's a stupid idea but i think it's worth filming yes starting a new company and intentionally having the corporate ethos anti-meritocracy so we per- we intentionally hire the people who seem to be the worst at the job, mm-hmm. and that's, maybe that's next. Yeah. We'll pull like a George Costanza and make like the best company ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Only family members opposite. do the opposite. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the like we'd start a sandwich shop and we'd hire all the people with no experience, no drive, and it would just burn down. <laughs> just yeah. call it good looking. Good looking. Well, let's 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 Let me jump to this next story. It's part of the same survey actually, but speaking of women, Ian. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Two X chromosomes have has this uh, post. A study has found that a majority of Democrat men under 50 and a super majority of Republican men under 50 agree with the statement. Feminism has done more harm than good. Boom. Keep that in mind as we see Roe falling, femicide increasing and birth control coming under Please. attack to little mainstream fanfare. I jump back to the same SPLC poll that we had and I jump down to gender identity and they say, uh, gender roles and gender identity agreement that, quote, feminism has done more harm than good. 46% of young Democratic men, that's the majority of young Democrat men saying more harm than good. That one was surprising. 23% of young Democrat women, unsurprising. 52% of young Republican women think feminism has done more harm. And 62% of young Republican men think it's done uh, more harm. That is not surprising, the Republicans, but the fact that young Democrat men think feminism has done more harm, more harm, I would say is mostly surprising until you factor in the fact that many of those young Democratic men are probably incels. And I'm not saying that as a pejorative, and I'm not saying that uh, to drag them. I'm saying literally there's probably a large proportion of young men in general, regardless of political affiliation, who have not been able to start a relationship or have sex. And so they blame feminism. Well, the Democrat uh, men are dating 
Democrat women. That's exactly who are what primarily I was primarily going to be yeah. the feminists. So they're the ones that are probably <laughs> when they're when they reach thirty, and that's what happened to me. That was another part of my. I'm going. I'm going on dates, and I'm getting lectured and told I'm a piece of crap and I'm the problem. And then the check comes, and I'm like, and they, they you know they just sit back, and I go, oh, so you just want the good parts? Yep. Of yeah. feminism, mm-hmm. and that I found that across the board. And eventually, I'm like, well, I'm out. Sorry. Oh yeah, I've yeah. had I've had dates in my life where it was obvious the chick just wanted dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh you know, yeah, strong feminists just wanted dinner. Yeah, well they got it. They got a uh, oh, but I'm fuel but, up. But, to, but I've I've always been about gender equality, so I just always split the bill. Yeah, yeah. And then the bill comes, and they would be like, "Thank you," and I'd be like, "Yeah, you can. You, you want to do, do your card, or should we do two cards, or what do you want to do?" And they're like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "What <laughs> well, are you I, thinking here, dude?" The last person I dated, she uh, she insisted I pay every time, and I started to just feel like a sugar daddy, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but then she you had gotta a lot of You got to respond in kind like it's like the dude from Mad Men, you know? Yeah. He's yeah. like, all right, babe, come on, you know? Well, they're, they're pick, yeah, they're kind of pick and choose the best traits of yeah. feminism. And, uh, I mean, you know, g- good on them. I'd do that. I, you know, if I could. I understand if I paying, get a free meal. Paying for the woman and her food and her comfort if she's raising the child. Yes. Because you need her body to be comfortable. See, that's where you run into the problem because me and this, uh, person, sh- she was going for her career full force and I was going for mine. Mm. I'm, the breadwinner, you know, uh, and so we came to this point. It's like, well, she's not going to stop, and I'm not going to stop, so we're never going to settle down. But I'm going to keep paying, and then eventually, it's like, well, how long's it's like, how long's that going to last, exactly. Ian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, say, say, say you're a chimpanzee. Uh, yesterday, full of snakes. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah last What? Say you're a chimpanzee full of snakes. It's like you're a chimpanzee full of snakes. He really said that. Yeah, he really so said good. that. And you're going to rescue your father from the belly that's of a whale. Correct. I love yeah. it. Did he say that one too? So yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that. a Pinocchio one. Yeah, he, yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he's been a huge influence love on me. I, he was one of the first sure. people I heard talking about this stuff, and I would literally cry watching, mm-hmm. being like, wow, I can actually talk about this? Yeah. Did that's you why see him so big. He was like a father figure to a lot of people. Oh, my God. Sure. Changed my life. I mean, like, I, I got into therapy, got into 12 steps, Ooh. and I'm, I went from broke to making six figures to wow. speaking yeah. out to, oh you know, gosh. this is a kid's suit, but it's still a suit. And, <laughs> and, good, and, yeah. and it's one per, from one person. He's so Jordan Peterson. Awesome. Yeah. From one person. Wow. Yeah. He would tell you that others, he's inspired, of course, by others that came before him. Of course. He, he, he sums everything up so in layman's terms. That's his masterful skill. He mm-hmm. takes all of this stuff. And he puts it in plain ter- 12 rules for life. I want to point out this feminism thing. There's a really good point that the uh, feminists actually made. Oh, my. If you look at support, older Democrat women, older Democrat men tend to disagree with the statement. They think feminism did uh, more good. And older Republican women are 50, are <laughs> similar to younger Republican women. But older Republican men, 42%. They made a good point. They said the older generation probably views feminism more as the right to vote. Yes. And the younger generation views it as like the right to eat. Black Lives yes. Matter burning down buildings and mm-hmm. stuff. It's the second generation feminism, which is from the sixties, which is the revolution, the the mm. all that stuff. Suffrage I think might have been the first generation. And now we're feminism. at twelfth dimensional feminism where you, <laughs> you it's you no know, it, it's it's in a super it, the whole ideology exists in a superposition of itself. It does where yeah. everything is offensive <laughs> and inoffensive and you never know which word you're allowed to say. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. remember, remember when we had Richie's mom on and she did not understand like what was the, the issue with feminism now? And I was like, it's mm-hmm. not like it was when you were dealing with it because she's 60 something and it's totally different now than it was when she was looking at it. Like, I understand having a positive view of feminism when it was actually seeking equality for women with men. That's yeah. totally different. No one disagrees yeah. with that. But exactly. It's yeah. about equality of opportunity, but it didn't seek to make women equal like 
like the same as men in right. society's eyes. Right. That was never, you know. This is the crazy the thing because it's like, do you think if you ask the average female, do you feel safe walking alone in a dark alley at night? They'd probably tell you to a greater degree than men that they do not feel safe. And a guy might be like, I don't know. I never, I mean, yeah, I, I probably feel a little unsafe, but most guys might be like, I never thought about it mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Guys tend to be bigger, tend to have more muscle mass, tend to have more bone density, tend to have more skin collagen or literally do. And typically are less concerned about these things. Women are typically more concerned about these things. I, I think it, it's probably Jordan Peterson brought this up, but you, if you want to figure out the differences between men and women, you just tell all everyone to line up from shortest to tallest. <laughs> yeah. And then it happens. Well, it doesn't help me much. It doesn't help me either. <laughs> How tall I are d- you? Well, I literally had to change my height to millimeters on Tinder just to trick women. <laughs> oh, no. oh, nice. <laughs> if you Did change your posture, you'll, yeah, you'll, it was you'll, you'll gain millimeters. inches. Yeah, that's well, great. Uh, this, is, this, <laughs> is, this, is, millimeters. this is true. When they, they added a height uh, requirement or a height like um, in between, you can go your highest and lowest height. Of course, all chicks are going to be like six, seven. No one's going down to five, two. So I actually don't show up in people's matches anymore. And my matches oh, went down almost wow. to zero. Wow. Cheap. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. I was fixing my posture and elongating it, and yeah. I gained about an inch and a half. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, your body can well, shrink. I, it I know. I know. I have yeah. great posture. Legit, on a wall. You know, you know, what, you know what, also, what also helps is um, getting uh, quartered. Drawn and quartered, but not mm-hmm. to the point where they rip your limbs off. <laughs> just to the okay. point where you scream. Yeah. 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 It's really scratched and quartered. You don't yeah. really have yeah. drawn. Yeah. Just yeah. sketched. Scored, yeah. they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Scoring the muscle. Sketched and quartered. Yeah. 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 Or they do this thing where they'll break your legs and yeah, then pull it a half inch. That's a good one. And then the bones heal. So you Mia can, Farrow did that to um, uh, uh, Ronan Farrow. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Definitely Frank Sinatra's son. She really not did that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's not that's not a joke. That's yeah, true. yeah, she really did that. Yeah, yeah. she did the oh, leg change. That's why he looks that times. way. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's true. And so he has like really long legs and like a small torso. Yeah, yeah. and you know, that's you know what what she did, and nobody's talking about it. Uh, so you, you should do it to your arms. arms. <laughs> yeah, I just like really long arms. Yeah, and play basketball. Yeah, slender man. <laughs> I actually have a really like. Do you have a long torso? Uh, no, moderate. I have a long torso. <laughs> moderate torso. So when I'm at a bar, I I would meet women at bars, and we would be you know Sitting. looking. Yeah. She'd be six feet. She'd think I'm her height. She'd get up and she'd just keep getting up, and I would be here. <laughs> oh, and one it. time, I met a woman on a train, and I had a coat over my legs. We hit. We talked for two hours on the Metro North. She was six two, and I'm Whoa. five three. And she got up, and I just go. Ah, I got a cramp. I go, just go, go, <laughs> go on without, go on without your number. Yeah, I'll I was like, later. I was like, my goal would be to get back to her house with her, never seeing my legs. Wow, you know, like I'm in the Uber already. Like, come on, <laughs> let's go, hey. Just, just sounds like you, you need some is. height equity in your life. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Height privilege. That's height what, privilege. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Just put just your pants privilege. in from knee first. And so then when they see you, it just looks like you're, you know, like a wounded vet or something. <laughs> or, or, and then you get up and just, you know, get in the wheelchair. And then yeah, I got go. my little service Labradoodle dog. Oh, swimming? Yeah. You go yeah. swimming no, no, for no, a day? No, no, no. That would be, be – that, that's what that stolen valor. No, you don't do that. Yeah. You're already in the bad. pool when they get there? Yeah. 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 But height is, a, height is a huge determination for, for um, success. Yep. Absolutely. Let me tell you guys – I'm, 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 I'm going to ask you guys a question. <laughs> I mean, I'm people – here's the funny thing. I took a picture with Charlie Kirk and Vosh. And like, was it Charlie like six five? Yeah, he's really tall. Vosh is like six short. three, <laughs> and they're like, they come over and then they're like, let's get a picture together. And I'm like, okay. And then I look at the picture and I'm like, dude, it makes Gosh, me look like it. I'm five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> like a and toddler. So it's it's funny though because the way we have the cameras set up, yeah, people whenever I meet them, they're like, I thought you'd be shorter. You know, oh, like, interesting. Yeah, because here's how it works. Typically, when you watch a TV show or a movie, 
the people tend to look taller because the cameras are held at chest height. Right. So from your perspective, perspective, then you you're you're imagining your head is the camera and you're seeing these people that are tall. So when we have the cameras slightly at head height and slightly going down because we have to cross over each other, the people watching feel like they're looking down at us. And so the assumption is they must be shorter than me. Yeah. When in reality, it's just the position of the camera relative to where the person is Well, now that you blew it, man, now they know. I wonder (laughs) if that creates an air of like uh, a lack of authority from us because we seem smaller. Maybe. I'll tell you. uh, Let me tell you guys something. Let me ask you a question. I used to work in uh, street canvassing. Nonprofits. This, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, Tyler. Yeah, I did too, actually. By the way, you did for charter schools. Yeah. Oh, cool. So you like oh, walked yeah. to people and you were like, "Hey, can you give me money?" Yeah. Well, I was actually I had I broke into the Trump Towers. This this is a true story. They'd have oh, me gosh. sneak in, but go ahead. We'll we'll follow, so circle back. There are two characteristics that guaranteed a there there uh, there's one characteristic per gender. Each gender has a specific characteristic that guaranteed they would do well in fundraising. Do you know what that characteristic was for men? Height. Yes. Had to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in my experience working these nonprofits, for some reason A good pen. Yes. The guys, <laughs> the, guys pen. the guys who came back typically always having tons of donations were just tall. And there were some guys who you'd say were dumb as a box of rocks, mm-hmm. couldn't talk their, their their way out of a gas station, and they were just making money. And I'm like, what do you say to people? And they'd be like, Oh, I just told them like Look, you know, you gotta give money, you know? <laughs> and then they do. And I'm like, well, this six foot seven guy talking to people, people Primal. just do it. Scary. Of the guys that tended to be more successful and were short, they talked fast and matter of factly. <laughs> I like, have no idea what you're talking about. Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about, Tim. Yeah. Now, now, among women, what do you think the one trait was that was more frequent among those who just tended to do really well in terms of donations? I have two wait, ideas. Wait, hold on. It's for Tyler. Two ideas. <laughs> Two ideas too. It's their wait. D- donations from men or women or anybody. Well, all, all I know is people would come back, and I would tend to see tall guys yeah. would make consistent amounts of consistent okay. or large amounts of money. And then there was a characteristic among women that these women would tend to come back and just have money. I hate to say it, but boo. I'm going to say boobs. I'm going to go and <laughs> I'm going to say boobies. Frankly. That is that is true. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Th- well, you can't yeah. take that clip if I'm doing Trump's voice. <laughs> I was going to say so, intelligence. Uh, yeah. You you tended to see it's not absolute. Yeah, but women with large breasts would tend to be like it was easy. Like I, I you know I got five donors and you know yeah. and tall guys. Yeah, we're animals. Right, we are animals. Yep. And you can't you can't separate that from any from these conversations. All of them are it's the, our primal instincts. But you know what's funny is the stigma around saying women's breasts versus a man's height. Mm. Like, men can't control their height. You know what I mean? Women can't control their boob size. It, 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 it sucks, in my opinion, that both, you know, there's these these determinant factors yes, we can. that change. <laughs> right, in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> you just this is me at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I have to order with a sock puppet on. Like, That's great. A couple <laughs> milks here. Oh, no. Got a couple milks. But but uh, there's a... There's a, uh, a People are more worried to say, "Is it is it boobs?" Yeah, I was nervous. I yeah, love nobody talking cares about, about saying a dude's height. I, people, people can like these these the, women can outright be like, "I won't date short guys." But if a dude says he's like, "I don't date flat chicks," they'd be like, "How dare you?" I think genetic realism is massively important part of the conversation modern yeah, society. Absolutely. It doesn't get enough attention. I'd like it to get more. Guys viscerally attracted to women with large boobs, so they want to be physically near them. Literally, they want the opportunity that maybe her hand's going to touch his hand when he's signing the paper. Girls like tall guys because they have large, you know, members and everything. Or there's an assumption. Or racial genetics. 
like someone might have a darker skin tone because of more melanin from their ancestors getting more sunlight. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I love that stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, when a man looks at a, a woman, we're looking at their, their, uh, waist to hip ratio right. to really be like, can she crank a couple babes out? That's that, right. That's what we're doing. It's not that we like big butts. We like to know that they can have kids. Well, the reason that people like big butts is because it means that you are likely to be a better mother. Yeah. Like to be able to have children more easily. And yeah. nurse them. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Butt fat is associated with health as yeah. well. Okay. Yeah. It's much, it's much better than um, abdominal fat. I think the communists, <laughs> yeah, you went on the back. They, they hate yeah. the idea that there is an element of your life they can't control. Yeah. Right. But I always tell people like, look, man. You can't change the cards you were dealt, but you can you can play your hand the best of your abilities. I've seen some poker hands where a dude's got seven two offsuit, but bluffs his way into winning the pot. Yeah, I want to turn him over sure. jack six. When the blinds are high and it's uh, every hand out, uh, counts, you can you can win with a crappy hand. You got to yeah. know how to play. Mm-hmm. You got to know how exactly. Yeah. You, you know, can't change the direction of the wind, but you can adjust your six. Oh, it's motivation. Mm-hmm. I think short mm-hmm. guys are funnier. Because yeah, that was yeah, my that was my way to get women's attention. It was be the funniest person, probably talk the fast fastest. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I see like a tall guy. It looks like me. He's really hot. I'd go, if I was him, I wouldn't be funny at all. You could yeah, do what Lord Farquaad did. Remember that? When he mm-hmm. had the knight's armor, but it was like his feet went into the massive metal legs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. so what I'm doing hand. with my pants right now. Yeah. She oh, sees him. Exosuits. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was a comedy fantasy film. So yeah. Yeah. the military's yeah. working on giant exosuits where you can lift like a 10,000 pounds. Wow. I don't know how much weight they get, but they're like a 1,000-pound suits. The dude was just on Rogan talking about it. Damn. Oh, wow. They still require battery packs. They're talking about building a real-life Iron Man suit. Like, that's what the military is working yeah. on right now. Have you guys seen Obi-Wan, the show? No. No. I, I started watching it even though I was like, I don't like Star Wars. Why? And it's exactly as bad as you think it is. Oh, no. It's basically just like, remember Darth Vader? <laughs> Remember Obi Wan? Oh, it's just like, okay, dude, we get it. You're just telling us what we assumed happened anyway. But I bring it up because they actually show Darth Vader and like his limbs are cut off, and then he like, you know, they attach the things to his body or whatever. Yes. And then you know, it, it is kind of cool actually to actually see Darth Vader going about his business because you only had the big movie moments. Right. But anyway, is James Earl Jones to doing the voice still? Yes, he is. Wow, nice. yeah, crazy. But wow. I, but um, you know, I just bring it up because he had limbs, like he had his prosthetics. So, you know, he's short, but, you know, now he's tall. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. He's got Everyone's got a thing. Everyone's got a thing that, that they suffer from. And so, it's like that, that, that's back to the race thing where it's like you have no idea what anybody's going through. When I was a kid, my best friend was black. His grandfather was the chief of police. So the police department was run by a black family. And I wanted to be him so bad. Aww. You know, my parents were getting divorced. My dad came out of the closet. Life was hell. My mom was suicidal. And it's like I wanted to be my black friend more than anything mm. and it's like nowadays i feel so bad for these kids who are going to be born and they are they're going to go well i have it worse even though my life is hell just because i'm uh, i'm black or white or vice versa yeah i think that the damage this is going to do to children is going to be like just irreversible it was stark when i heard that for the first time i don't know it was probably about four years ago that because of your skin color things will be harder that really bothers or me. Or easier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you tell a five-year-old that they're going to believe my life is hard, and then they're going to start finding problems that be, to justify what they think yeah. their life is. especially in this victimhood uh, society where it's like a billion-dollar business now. So it's so tragic. Yeah, this is something. Let's talk about pharmaceuticals for a second. Biden totally missed the ball on that speech he just gave, not talking about pharmaceuticals with kids. Well, what do you Come think on, Biden's man. intention is? To sell more farta- pharmaceuticals? Not farta- pharmaceuticals. Farta- pharmaceuticals. That would be his, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is why I say he's a bad person. This is why I call him evil. Yes. He lied. 
He is trying to manipulate people to, for, so, so they give up their rights. And he's not addressing actual issues that are screwing people over. I mean, you look at these people in, in government and they're just like, what can I do today to screw over regular people because I want power? And like they're, do you think they're working towards some sort of profit motive? Well, let me, let me ask you something, right? Let me ask you guys a question. What if the earth really is overpopulated and climate change is about to wipe us out? If that were true, would you support taxing gas, shutting down pipelines, suspending air travel, locking people down? No. No, ramp it up. I'm not going to kill myself to stop the problem. Mm. That's no, not no, no, the way no, no, to no. stop yeah. the problem. Go out with a bang anyhow. Exactly. Let, let's say – yeah. so, so you would say if you knew that we were like, – let's just say like hypothetically six months to the apocalypse unless everything was shut down now, you'd say bring on the apocalypse? That's after a, COVID, I think if COVID didn't happen, that the the lockdowns, I'd say yeah. But after that, it's like no, I'm not no. going through that again. Can't do it. Nope. It's inevitable. There's nothing. I don't think that there's anything functionally that we could do to actually stop an apocalypse if it's really that predictable and that evident that it's coming. There's nothing you that we break could do. up with her. <laughs> I think they're lying. And here's what I say: if you cede control to these people when they come out and they scream, the, the sky is falling. They're probably wrong. They're just probably wrong. Uh, they might be right. Science might say a lot of things, but we are but humans. We are not, you know, omniscient. We're not gods. So I can respect when they say things like, we better be better stewards of the earth. And I'll be like, okay, I'm down. Let's do green energy because that's, that makes sense. Mm. But when you cede power to them and they're like, suspend population growth, which leads to cultural collapse and civilizational stagnation and potential collapse. When they say things like they're going to sacrifice X many people by shutting down fuel and, 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 you know, pipelines and stuff, that's going to result in death. I'm like, and if you're wrong, you're actually causing the problem. You are the apocalypse. There's two ways to look at it. Climate change is destroying the planet. There's too many humans. Or we need more humans to continually expand our scientific understanding. Decentralized, uh, uh, the, the decentralized power among the people will find a solution to these problems and carry humanity beyond the stars. I, I, I lean in that direction. There's no, Elon Musk. there's also, there's a, I forget who it was on Rogan, two guys I think who wrote a book about population, and they said, what's your evidence that the earth is overpopulated? What do you, what's the number? It's, it's the same thing with COVID. There's no limiting factors. Is it 9 billion, 10, 50? It's not that it's overpopulated, it's just that we're not properly dealing with the resources. Right. And yeah. I've never heard anyone say that until until those two guys, and it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah. So when Bill, heavily, uh, we're, we're too heavily organized in cities and reliant on the outskirts of the farms. Like if the power goes out and the roads get blocked, the cities get starved. That's the problem. That's yeah. one of the hugest problems. Decentralized communities with magnetic trains where you can just travel. That's circular in, circular cities ruled by supercomputers. Like is, Burning Man. Is that no, why they're letting uh, everyone sh get shot in New York City? Maybe that's it. Just they're letting, like, it. They're just letting, letting it get shot. <laughs> when um, Bill, Gates, also, Bill Gates comes out and he, would t he gave a TED Talk where he said that, you know, we can reduce population growth by 10 or 15%. Here's a guy who says we need less people. And what if he's wrong? What if we need more people? What if Elon Musk is right? Pick one. You know, th this, this idea when, when they come out and they're like, we're overpopulated in climate change. And I'm just like... And if you're wrong, so I, I look at it this way. Humans have continually adapted. More people means more innovation. Mm -hmm. Let's make a bet on humanity and not against humanity. Yeah, the connection is we the people are poorly organized. The amount of people we have right now and the organization structure that they're in is not sustainable. If, if the power goes out and the roads get blocked, people will have a mass die-off in the cities. But it's also true that we need more people. 
So we need a more organized structure for those people. Better travel, better transport, drone delivery of food. Things but we like do that. these things. Humans develop these things. You know, we adapt to these issues. Well, the whites are dying out, guys. I don't know what you're complaining about. It's all we need ten years, and we're fine. Oh, that's that, that's a funny thing too about um, white people becoming a minority, because it's like <laughs> it's white liberals that aren't having kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so, that's also assuming like people are getting together that aren't the same race. Because if a white person and a Mexican person get together and have a baby, the baby's not considered white. Exactly. So that that's actually how the census works in this country. If a white person has a kid with someone who's half white, the baby is just not white, even though it's a quarter, you know, whatever really? other race. Yeah, you just considered other. Interesting. Yeah. But they could grow up and be called white adjacent. Well, that's a that's a political thing. I mean, like, as far as it goes with – at least this is what I was what, – what, what, what it was like growing up. They said you're not considered to be solely white for me because mm. I have, you know, Asian. So it was just like you're not a white person. You got Asian? Yeah. Can I buy it? Can I, what can I get? I want to pay you for that, man. Uh, I, I, I would have to extract you an offer, dude. 25% of my cells. <laughs> it's like, yeah, haven't they won? Every white guy I know does not want to be white. It's like, okay, you want, you guys want. Mm. Every white guy's like, I wish I had something that I can just add to my resume right mm. now. I was raised by a gay man and his partner and I'm like that, I wish that transferred, but those credits don't transfer. Yes. You know? I'm gay raised. Would. I wish I, no, cause it's not my lived experience. That's, that's what I'm told. But you've got insight into the lived experience. Yeah, I grew up in gay bars. But it doesn't matter. It's like no one wants to hear it. Interesting. Well, because gay you're raised. Because I'm white. That's right. Yeah. Even gay, there's a lot of gay white men now who are getting uh, rejected in Hollywood. And they're reaching out to me. That's, I'm like, damn, wow. we've really, it's bad. Yeah. Not gay enough or not, you know, like not quite dark enough. If oh, you're yeah, gay that's the best and, thing. It's like if uh, if I come out and agree with them. Then I'm a marginalized person. If I disagree with them, well, you're white. It's like, oh, so I, I get to be white if I disagree with you? Yeah, okay. Let me tell the racists over there who, who you know, what you said. Give me permission to be white. That's why I think that whole ideology is just bankrupt. Oh, it's you know? so – it's destructive. It's, I think it's the number one thing that will destroy the country. I got I to gotta say, though, this what is a woman stuff, uh, the wokeness, it's a great red pill when what is a woman is the best question. Because you, you're seeing all these progressives unable to answer it. And then I'm just like, man, all he got to do is go. You're like, how do I convince my parents or whatever? Ask him what a woman is. There you go. That's terrifying. It's like a simple dictionary question. And it's funny. It's, it's like people can't answer it. Well, how can you fight for women's rights and then not be able to define? That's the thing. The, the, everything is starting to contradict itself. The house of cards is just falling down. They've got, they've created, they've made up so many terms and, Ideas, they're starting to collapse. It's fun to watch, I think. That's what I thought the, uh, the flag, what, the pride flag? Yeah. There was so many flags on a flag that it was collapsing on, on itself. On flags, I couldn't flags, tell. It, it didn't have like, um, structure. The structure was lost in the madness. It's a perfect representation. Mm -hmm. It's madness. They want it to be madness. That, what, what the, the thing the Nets posted? Where it was just like, it, it looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. Yeah. It was just weird symbol, symbols and shapes and lines, and I'm like, symbols. That's what I'm talking about. That was a house of, a house of flags. Is that what this is? The New Jersey Nets? Is that what you're talking about? Brooklyn. Oh, the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. And it was like this weird, do we have that one? We, we, we looked at it a couple nights ago. It's a great flag. Oh, you're from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. 
Brooklyn. Yeah, I live in Brooklyn now. Yeah, mm, sorry. It's brutal. Yeah, here we got it. We got it right here. Oof. Like, yo, that's it. Like, I even saw gay guys who were just like, I don't understand what this is. It's too crazy. What is it? It's too many people trying to be accepted for something that's different. Mm-hmm. And now that's cha- that's chaos in action right there. Well, they're justifying every new made up group, and then they have to give the new one their color or space on the flag. There's going to be that. This is going to multiply every year. Of course. That's so wild. It's got a, like, it feels like it's collapsing on itself from the chaos. We should mm-hmm. make a flag. Yeah. What kind of flag? I don't know. But everyone else has one. I kind of want one. I definitely want one. They oh, we should stop. make a flag for Biden. <laughs> Trump's got a flag. The Biden one Just should be him sniffing some glass of milk. <laughs> a glass of milk. <laughs> Pudding. <laughs> Applesauce. A glass of milk. Yeah, that's it. Dog, it says dog face. Yeah, I love it. Dog face. Dog face. Yeah. Could you make like a flag that's a prism? So depending on how you look at it, you might see the rainbow or you might, you just might see through it. That'd be cool. A three dimensional flag. Yeah. A cube. Yes. They got to stop giving people flags in parades. It's cute. It's, it's making these people turn into children. Mm -hmm. It's got to stop. I'm not, I'm just not celebrating it anymore. I mean, I used to have to because I grew up. Right. You know, I think we should just give everyone a a flag with their name on it. Yeah, yeah. Because the smallest minority is the individual. That's right. Right. There you go. And the smallest individual is a baby. That's right. We so should care the most. Baby should get so two we flags. should make flags for unborn children. That's right. Yes. I want to arm them. That might sure. solve the birth certificate problem. Yeah. Definitely. You know, with the assignments, the yeah. birth assignment, the gender assignments at birth, you just get a flag instead of a gender assignment. Perfect. Yeah. Get there a go. selfie. They make you problem take a picture solved. of it with it in your hand. No like, names uh, anymore. Just, yeah. just flag. Yep. Perfect. Oh yeah. yeah. Back in the day, before they had addresses, they had shapes and images on every house. Like there'd be a red shield. You know Rothschild. The Rothschild. Really? Yeah. That, comes, that means mm-hmm. red shield. Oh. Came from the original guy had a red shield on his house. Yeah. We're regressing back to that. Yeah. Just shapes and symbols and emojis. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's like hieroglyphics. Yeah. Hieroglyphics. That's a good idea. I love it. I wonder if I could do that. You know, like we'll build a house and then when we have to register with the post office, I'll be like, it's the poop emoji house. They're <laughs> 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 like, we're not That's writing that Amber's down. House. Amber That's Amber's Herd's house. Amber Herd's <laughs> house. I wonder if we could do that. That'd be funny. You can, you can actually create streets. So there was a property I was looking at and there was this like gravel road that just went off the side and the owner said that uh, he he like sold it to the city or whatever, but he, it already had a name, and so it just became like the named street. They left it the way it was, and I'm like, so we could we could do that because I'll create a crazy named street, you know, like you know like Amber Turd Avenue or something. Yeah, you know, Hill great. Hill, That'd Hill be cool. Hill, yeah. Hill Road, but it would be a hill, you know, <laughs> Hill Road, <laughs> Hill Hill. Yeah. Where Biden grew up. I grew up in Hill Hill Hill. Hill, yeah, hill, hill yeah. <laughs> Don't mind. My would you guys name like girl. if you had a city? Would you name stuff after yourself? If I had a city. Yeah. Uh yeah, branding. I think yeah. I think it's a good branding. I, idea. I would too at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine like you? It's it's the 1600s, and you you just you walk up a hill, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna build the house right here, and then they'd be like, What's that place over there? And be like, Oh, that's Ian'sburg, because Berg is hill. Right. And then he'd be like, Oh, and then you'd be like, Yep, I'm Ian. It's my hill. Woo. And then everyone started calling it Ian'sburg, and then now it's Ian'sburg. And then like now we have that flag. Yeah. Now that's your to this. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Cut to that. It's crazy how like things that. work. Let's talk about the apocalypse, guys. Oh. Good. Gas no. prices on the road to $5 nationwide very soon. Um, that's the news. Congratulations, everyone. I hope your vote for Joe Biden was worth it. It's at $4.71 per gallon. In California, it's over $8. So, uh, you know, apocalypse when? Apocalypse now. 
No, that's a movie. Yeah. I didn't mean to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it was too tempting not to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you kind of you kind of look like me if we go through like yeah. one more pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's and great. then shape. Yeah. I feel you. I feel like we you, both nice beard, like, by the we, way. Can, yeah. we can like interchange our looks yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah I like it. your hair. Yeah. Parted very nicely. Uh, apocalypse. I don't know. What does apocalypse mean? Does that mean we, the end we, of the world? We talked about or the people who want revolution and all that stuff. And we can talk about the political implications of what would drive actual conflict, but it's going to be this. When people can't afford to yeah. go to work anymore, yeah. when the cost of getting to work is more than the work produces, people stop working. And then of course. Yeah. Why well, re- remember the toilet paper shortage? That was a – people were really scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's two weeks. toilet paper. And that was weird too because I was like, just use your hand and then wash your hands, oh right? Gosh, okay. yeah. Aren't we all doing that? <laughs> stop in the shower. I don't know. Literally. Yes. Yes. Gross. Oh, I, I suggest it. Uh, it actually feels better too. It's less Any, dry. W- wait, I wanted to ask. I was joking. I, think, oh, I, no, I don't joke him, around. I gotta ask him this question, <laughs> Tim. You said a number a long time ago. Uh, a certain percentage of people's income, if it goes toward food, that will be the marker of a revolution. What percentage was that? Like oh, I don't remember. We were reading something. Yeah. yeah Depends we if you're dating a feminist or not. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they eat a lot, it's don't be they? Ninety percent. Because they're like, I'm healthy at every size. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, okay, dear. Okay, whatever. And then you're giving them the French fries. So the apocalypse from ancient Greek is a literary genre in which a supernatural being reveals cosmic mysteries or the future to a human intermediary. Has that already happened? Is that what the internet is? Have we created like some sort of super being that's communicating with us and making people crazy? Don't look at it! It's like the (laughs) Ark in Indiana Jones. (laughs) You look at it and blast you're like, ah! Yeah. That's what the internet is. The phone is the arc. You turn it on, and you're like, oh, and your face melts. <laughs> That's what Twitter feels like. Exactly what's happening. So true. Yeah. Actually, that would be a good. Con- a Do you good feel like you're, we're more? The reality is more now the internet than reality. I think we've actually we're, we've just crossed the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the it's the younger generation. Yeah. So when you know, I say this for I, people. People don't understand that you don't convince people to join your side. Like it happens. It does. An individual is convinced of your argument and then becomes whatever poli- poli- you know politics you have. What really happens for the most part is young people have those values and then grow up with them. Rarely are people actually jumping ship or changing. Exactly. Yeah. So you're saying the reality becoming more like more the internet, it's because boomers and Gen Xers who grew up in reality are slowly aging out. Right. Once they're gone and it's all millennials, the internet will be everything. Right. Unless the power goes out. I normally don't always, I, I hardly ever say, like, we need some sort of catastrophe to show people what really matters in life. I think it's from time to time, but I don't want to bring that on people. But if the power went out and people have to, that you would know, be reconcile. it. Yeah, that would be it. They would be like fish out of water. They would just like fall down and go like, bah, bah. I was not like, it, yeah, even if they just stopped TikTok <laughs> right now. There'd be millions of people in the street just dancing, just like this hoping the, someone sees it. This is the weirdest thing. <laughs> We'd have like a meltdown. The fir- when TikTok first started happening, I remember we were in Jersey. Yeah. And I look out the window, and there's some like little girl in the middle of the street just doing these weird dancing. <laughs> and I was like, what's, what's going on? Seizure. And then she, she walked- just saw the flag. She's having a seizure. <laughs> right. But in the middle of the street. And then she walks up to a mailbox and picks her phone up. And I was like, oh, she was filming herself. And I was like, what is this? That was weird. And then I yeah. saw it all over the place. People would be in the malls and they would just be like standing in the corner, like doing weird. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> like listening to hearing songs and no one else can hear. It's over. Yeah, it's over. We can't come back from that. Yo, people are going to plug into Elon Musk's Neuralink to join the metaverse so in two seconds. Yeah. yeah. They're going to be bagging. Elon Musk is going to be like the first edition of Neuralink can be surgically implanted and we'll do it for free. Just come over here and we'll jam the t- spike in your neck. And they're going to be like, please, Elon, me. That's oh, cool. It's very cool. <laughs> 
Like, I want to be in TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, live in that reality. If we've got a sort of a caste system set up right now where you have the really wealthy people that never think about money, really, they never have to even think about it unless they want to make more of it. Then you have, like, the working class, and then you have the abject poor. Now, if you have the meta versions where are, are, they might be lower than the abject poor, it might actually be considered abject poor. They're just, like, getting intravenous, you know, nutrition and getting their – harvesting their body heat or something for – but then it's going to create a class of like workers that hate reality but are willing to do it because they don't want to be part of the lower slave class, like the metaverse class. I think it's going to create another. You guys ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Yeah. Mm. No, you never seen it. It's pretty good. The TV so show good. Uh, one of the best shows ever. Totally. So uh, I'll give you the short version. There's a bunch of different colonies on all these different planets. They make these AI robots. The AI robots go to war with them. Then eventually the civilization gets wiped out because, you know, the alien, the robots advance themselves and then declare war. So now all that's left is like a fleet of ships that are traveling away from the wiped out civilization. And there are ships that refine the materials they need for fuel and stuff. And the people who work on them have no choice. And they're basically slaves. They work 80 hours. They, they don't get time off because if they stop working, the whole thing collapses. They all die. But then the captain... Of course, he has to deal with the conflict of struggling to survive, but he's got the nice whiskey in his office and, you know, he's in charge. And that's just like, that's the reality of struggle in the real world. This is a documentary about Amazon? What? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. so they actually have episodes where it's like people are trying not to work because their lives are miserable on these mining ships or refining ships. And they're like, if you stop working, we all die. Yeah. And then they're like, we've got to rotate other people in because people can't do this anymore. And they're like, if they can't do it, they can't do it. And we need the people who can. So that's just – that's the reality of existence. So if we ever created like an actual metaverse civilization, then you're going to have some people who are the privileged elites who are in the metaverse and the poor people shoveling mud and dirt outside to make the machine run. With their masks on. Mm-hmm. That, with their masks on. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you could have classes within the metaverse of rich people in the metaverse that can control the code and see the code right. and then everybody else. Yeah, the Zuckerberg class. They're going to walk up to you, Ian, and you're going to be like – Zuck, I don't like what you did. And he's going to go beep, beep, beep. And you're going to turn into a giraffe. He'll like teleport in and I'll be like, I want to teleport. He's like, if you work your whole life, you might be able to. And 40 years go by of me trying and then, no, it doesn't happen. They'll like, th- there'll be the elite class. I mean, it's happening now. We don't even, yeah. act, it's not even sci-fi. You've got the powerful elites who can control big tech and manipulate what you see and hear to make you think what they want you to think. It already exists. You're seeing this within comedians. They're starting to go, all right, what was banned on TikTok this week? So what are the things you have to avoid? Oh, you got to make a thumbnail like this. Don't include this image. A friend of mine, his TikTok was just taken down because he had a picture of a gun. Wow. Wow. And it's I'm, I'm banned from there every every other week. We're permabanned from TikTok. I've never yeah. even got it. I don't even know why. But it's, it's starting to petty. shape uh, comedy. Yeah. Cancel yep. culture is shaping comedy. And everyone's terrified so, to... I talked, risk, to, I talked to a guy we might have on the show, and the general idea is they know they can't win on free speech grounds, mm-hmm. so they're trying to control what young people see and hear so mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah, let, let Tim Kestirel have the conversations. Who cares? They're in their 30s. By the time these 15-year-olds are in their 30s, they're going to hate free speech, and they're going to do as they're told. It's That's happening. where we're going. Yeah. It's, it's launched already. It's not free speech. If our speech is getting censored by corporations yeah. at will just because of what the CEO wants to do, that's not – that's not freedom. They're getting people to actually cancel themselves. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I think of it. Yeah. It's because it's I, I started to do that. I started to censor myself on stage and with, my, with my writing. And I'm like, oh, I'm actually canceling myself. And my material's getting so boring, so people aren't watching it. Just do a joke where you just bleep out the words. So keep the joke, but just bleep it. Right. On TikTok? So, 
Yeah. So or or on stage. So you can be like, I met a guy, right? He came from this country, a bunch of bleeps, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a funny joke. Yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. He's bleeping like, bleeps. You know how he's bleeps. This bleep knows what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. He's a little bleepist. Yeah. You but bleepist you can't right say here. that because you'll get banned on the internet for hate speech if yeah. you call someone a bleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or just really carry scary. carry a thing that beeps, and so you talk in the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Then you can keep all your jokes. I think you're right about self-censorship. It's one of the more dangerous things that can happen to someone right now because it's yeah. such early stage of like internet censorship we, it's still we have an opportunity you know we're, we're constantly at crossroads to fix and make these things better with free software copy left software yeah but self-censorship in the meantime is the road to ruin i mean i i had uh, uh millions of views taken off i did i did a fauci impression and they actually called it imitate remove for imitation what what it's like this is wow. comedy what you were pretending to be dr fauci yeah, I did just him just talking about, you know, like the first shot really is just to loosen up the vein. Then we did the <laughs> third, fourth, and fifth shot just to create a Pfizer community. Then seven through ten are placebos <laughs> getting us to 12. Great. And all of these are removed, and they say removed for imitation. Now, that's different than impersonation. Wow. Impersonating someone is illegal. You're not allowed to. I'm not allowed to tell people I'm Tim Pool and use right. Tim's credit card. Like yeah. that's illegal. Yeah. Uh, if I go on social media and make a Tim Pool account, they're probably banned. Being banned. If Tim wants a gun. Yeah. yeah. But wow. it, my Trumps are taken down so in, fast, like faster so than fast. Nancy Pelosi with her eyebrows. She oh, does. The they won't let you do Trump. <laughs> oh, Trump was removed last uh, uh, two days ago. In I think it was 11 minutes from wow. TikTok. Wow. And it's like. It's because they don't want people it's, to enjoy their CCP. They they can't yeah. handle the power of goodness. No, no, no. these I mean, yeah. these Trump impersonations make Trump likable. Yeah, yeah, because he's funny. Right. Whatever you would think of him, he's he's actually really funny. But it's so scary that now the the uh, guidelines on TikTok are five thousand pages long. Same with Instagram; mm-hmm. they can remove it for any reason they want, and they have so many reasons now. Where it could just be removed because somebody got a little upset. Oh yeah, it's removed because CCP thinks you're going to upturn their communist dictatorship. Right. It's, it's ByteDance is the company that owns it, and that's basically run through the CCP. I, I've never touched the crap. <laughs> I refuse. I'm um. Yeah, but our I'm kids are using it. TikTok. It's trash. It, but it became like a survival thing for me because my Instagram got shadow banned, and it's like tick, my TikTok blew up, and then I started to tour, and then they shut it down, and it's and people are it's 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 a problem because they want. To con- to control the culture of young people so that they believe what they want them to believe and behave the way they want them to behave. And so the people who run these companies, it's a CCP, right? They're manipulating us. They are attacking us. They are our adversaries. I hate to say it, but. It blows my mind. It's, it's, at some point, you got to call a spade a spade. Like I, in 1934 Germany, I don't think I would have been happy with, with Hitler's rhetoric. And I probably wouldn't have been on, on maybe I, I wasn't there. I don't know. But the, the, the slaves, the Uyghurs in, in Western China. Mm-hmm unconscionable i can't deal with it i own freaking software that was built by these mm. people unfortunately or hardware i should call it but i i can't stand for it man that's that's slave we still live do you guys really care about slavery and racism turn your eyes on the ccp no they don't well, i don't think do. anybody it's for, just for the for most part did. they just wanted uh, to move power. it smash the ignorance yeah do you know what was the biggest contributor to the end of slavery it was uh Boobs? automation oh, it was sorry. it was industrialization yes I was I was reading about it when humans did, when 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 the easiest thing for a person was to have a slave they would fight to maintain that slave. Mm-hmm. But once industrialization began and it was actually cheaper to maintain a machine than a person, then you lost economic incentive. The reality was 
humans were motivated by money and greed to have slaves. I mean, that's fairly obvious, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once that was once it was cheaper to have a machine, they were just like, you, you lost the support for it, and then abolitionist sentiment started to grow. It's right. crazy, right? People, mm-hmm. people, people assume it was a moral thing. Where he, like humans woke up one day and were like, you know, I've realized it's wrong what we're doing. No, the reality no. was they were making more money not having slaves, so no one supported it. And then the fight. <laughs> I'm imagining some guy going, "Is this bad? Is this, right. this bad? bad? Yeah. How, yeah. On, on a scale from one to a hundred, how <laughs> Tony, bad is, is this? It? Yeah. It, this this plays this with bad? what you were saying about Battlestar Galactica too. They have slaves because they have to, literally, or to survive. For the ship to survive, they need people to work eighty hour weeks in the coal mine. That's crazy. Your, I think your civilization would collapse at that point. Like in Battlestar Galactica, when they have these people in the, in the refining ships or whatever it was, I'd be like, no, nah, dude, people would probably just lose it. Like that – the show is about them adrift basically with like limited resources. It's one thing to be on a planet where you can always go off and try and survive on your own. It's another mm. thing to just have – be like in a desert with nothing. Do you mm. think they'll be able to convince enough people where it really becomes the dominant force? Just whatever the – what do you want to call it? Woke brain disease, whatever it is. But it know. really is a brainwashing. I, I, mean, I, I feel like young people are starting to snap. Like they just they're, – they're sick of it. They're sick of – young people are rebellious, right? And they don't have lives anymore. No one has a life. No one has a relationship or a house or a, a good job. So what's left? Yeah. Yeah, we need more. More relationships, more jobs, more cool jobs, like yeah. using lasers to make graphene. So there, sure. I think these blank <laughs> slaters who think they can raise people to be a certain way are going to have a rude awakening when they realize that it's a little bit of nature and nurture. Yep, yep. And you can't just remove the nature from people. So these young people who are like on TikTok, they, they crave human affection and attention and they're not getting it. They're going to snap and they're going to say the system is broken. I don't want to live this way. I used to think you could get enough of relationships through internet video chat. And I had a friend tell me like, no, I don't think so, Ian. It was like in 2007 and I was, I was manic about mm. the internet, the power of internet video. I was like, no, I mean, you can meet the most intelligent people. You can have a video chat with them. You don't need secret service there. You can – It's if this is it. This is the future, and it's – doesn't compare to this. Yeah. We're, there's some sort of – you can smell each other. There was I know a, you know. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. There's a – this is, a, this is a, a fact. Humans are happier around nature. Yes. And so they actually did controls to determine people's rated levels of happiness, and they found that people who live in cities are unhappy because of the city. And if you take people from cities and bring them to nature, their levels of happiness go up. Yep. Uh, I'm dying inside from from being in New York. I mean, it really is dangerous and it's falling apart right now. But uh, it's out. it's taking Escape a toll. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm plotting. I'm plotting. There is. Uh, you know. You know what I see when I walk outside? Chickens. Yeah. Birds. And you know what they say when I walk outside? Buck. Yeah, it's fantastic. Andrew Andrew Huberman, the uh, neuroscientist. Are you guys familiar with his work? Huberman Mm -hmm. Labs. He's brilliant, brilliant. I dabble in his work, but I'm not too familiar. He's been on Rogan a couple times, or at least once, and he has uncovered or has been really pushing looking into the horizon every day for like Mm. 15 minutes because the amount – I don't know if it's about your peripheral vision, but it's the unfocused long-distance view is uh, supposedly one of the greatest things you can do for your mental health, according to Andrew. I defer to the scientist on that one. In Montana, that's where that we shot Terror on the Prairie, and yeah. we just we were in between two mountain ranges in the middle of a prairie. Bitter and, and I just stared out into the which ranges. D- who do you who do you play in the movie? Uh, I play a guy. His name is Longhair, believe it or not. Oh, oh. that's crazy. Uh, yeah, Longhair, and uh, yeah, he's he's uh he was in the Civil War and uh, not on the not on the correct side. Oh, no. depending who you ask, and me, um, Nick Searcy. 
um, uh, Nick. Uh, Nick, yeah, Nick Searcy, um, Heath Friedman, an actor who actually passed away right after the film. Oh wow! And uh, Daniel Day Lewis's son in his first oh, wow. ever film, Gabe. And the four of us, yeah, we're just seeking revenge and and going after Cowboy Cerrone, who's not home, but Gina's home, his wife. And then we uh, we spend two hours fighting her. Oh wow! Yeah, that sounds fun. Nice. When's that out? Little knock knock. June fourteenth. Oh, on the Daily Wire. Daily Wire cranking yeah, out the hits. Huh? Yeah, cool. yeah, they're they're man. I think they are. They're actually going to be a contender for Netflix in a few years. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. The, I think Netflix thinks that too. They're yeah. they're done. I mean, they're basically like, hey, we can't make these. Did you see what they said? We can't make these crappy movies like The Irishman anymore. I don't know mm-hmm. if they didn't use the word crappy, but they're like these. Pat, we can't use these like ego projects anymore. Where like, wow, rich Dude, people get to just Obi Wan. Yeah. It was like. I, there was an article I saw, and it said Star Wars has a, has a uh, like a plot problem. <laughs> it's like it's all done, it's all written. We know exactly it's missing what the Gina story Carano. Is. That's the plot. Problem. All they're doing mm. with these shows is like let's just reuse the same characters. Ooh, and I'm I'm just like if they tried doing the sequel movies and they were just total trash. The the the, the industry is decaying, just totally in yeah. decay. Mm-hmm. Well, That's I it. think it's a lot of the woke ideology yep. thing. They're they're just picking people based on what they look like instead of their talent or their audition. They're just putting them, you know, in front of the chessboard. And Daily Wire, if they keep it up, uh, I think they're going to clean up. They're not doing that. They're taking the best say, script. They just had three female leads in a row, and they said it's not because we wanted to have like it was a decision. Those were the best scripts that came across our table, and they read thousands. Yeah. And if they really keep it up, I mean, they cast our film. I they saw me on Instagram and gave me an audition. They didn't do a social background check, which yep. they do now on Netflix and all these shows. Wow. They just picked the best auditions, and I, the film's incredible. And I think their their movies are going to be people are going to want to see them. I, I will give a nice. shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy because. Guardians of the Galaxy one and two, I think, are some they're some, some of my favorite movies, just because they they use the old soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So you have this movie, and the way they use the old music and brought it all back is just one of the coolest things. But it also is indicative of like a decaying culture where we have, like, yeah. I think because of Guardians of the Galaxy, all these old songs from the seventies reach top charting okay. positions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's cool because the music was better in a lot of ways back then, in my opinion, even though I wasn't around for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, some of it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, four dudes singing four part vocal harmony for the recording all together. But they went nuts. Well, Young did. Neil Young, oh, yeah. mine. Neil Young is a pretty special man. Hey, you, you, I want. We're gonna go to super chat soon, but yeah. I wanted to ask you. Like you said, you were basically bankrupt in like abject poverty. Then you now are making six figures because of Peterson. But like, what was that transition like for you? Well, what? Jordan gave me a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, oh, that's okay. more. That's very more nice. simple. Yeah, that's good. I just have to answer. do an impression of him. Like on every podcast. I think for young kids that have <laughs> been pursuing the entertainment industry, I was in Hollywood for like a decade too. It's what, scary. What would you advise? God, it, it's the Wild West right now. I mean, look, I, I mean, I actually started losing agents and managers. They'd say, outright, we can't help you because you're white. They'd email me. They'd wow. tell me on the phone. The last manager that scouted me said, we aren't taking white men. It's a, it's a real problem. And I'm not saying some white men aren't going to get in and, and, uh, and by the way, this hurts everybody. This isn't even about white or black or brown or anything. Because if you give someone a job who isn't qualified in Hollywood, they're going to get eaten alive. Because mm-hmm. it is a brutal, brutal business. But what I did, this is just my own story. I just said, screw it. I started making my own stuff. Writing my own scripts. Funded all of it. I've made probably a thousand videos at this point. Get anywhere from a sketch to a one-minute thing. And that's how I got the the... Uh, my first movie role. I've been acting for 17 years. Wow. 
And uh, so it, I, I, I hate to say there's no real way to go right now, but uh, they're certainly not looking for talent. Nope. Just um, but checking know, out boxes, I guess. They know it when they see it. They do, yeah. That's why you put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. You, I had to give up the dream. I actually had to kill the dream because I started to get booked on TV shows and bigger and bigger roles, and I thought, oh, now I'm going to make a living. Mm-hmm. And then it just came to a screeching halt. And it was the woke ideology, and they weren't hiding it. And so I said, I have to kill the dream, do it myself, and that's it. Let's go to Super Chats. If you haven't already, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show however you can. Take that URL, post it everywhere, and head over to TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only show coming up at 11 p.m. I imagine this won't be funny, and we've got some stuff to talk about that's, I don't know, not so funny. But uh, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff. We got Matthew Reckamp who says, I just watched What is a Woman on Daily Wire and I can't help but wonder, is there anything like what is a desired, what is a desired trait from back when eugenics was a thing? P.S. Watch along segment on TimCast.com. That would be fun. I don't know when we have time to do it is the challenge. Great idea. Mm. Yeah. Nick Koenig says, first super chat just chose vampires over the Dawn Guard in Skyrim 10th anniversary. Thoughts? Ian just went to the bathroom, so unfortunately none. (laughs) The wrong thinker says, the ATF has been sitting on my Form 4 for nearly a year. Abolish gun control. Wow. Wow. Yep. That's how they do it. Camel of the Mojave says, it's weird the Daily Wire hasn't secured the rights to the story of that guy sitting in a barber shop, stands up to do the right thing. Right. That's a good point. Agreed. That would be a crazy movie. I I don't know what you could really do with with that in terms of a plot, though. You know, I guess you could. I yeah, know they're probably better. They're better. They are better writers than I. So Odysseus Horse says, Tim, have you looked at getting Johnny B on? He does a mix between gun culture, gun related politics and weapons reviews. He's also a big fan of your show. Uh, no, but we will write down Johnny his his B. name. We'll take a look. I'll write that down. All right. What do we got here? Alessio DeMonte says, speaking about gas prices, one store in Montrose, Colorado hit six fifty a gallon for diesel. Ooh. <laughs> Wow. That's a kick in the balls, man. A kick in the balls. I'm telling you right now, when the cost of working is greater than what you make from the work, the system falls apart. Of course. It's I should say this. When the cost of working gets close to the cost mm-hmm. of uh, what you earn. What's the point? Yeah, because you're going to be like, I spend 10 bucks every day to get to work and I make 11. <laughs> I just keep 10 bucks. You know, I'm making $1 back. Not worth it. Edison Miller says, Tim, listen to the after show last night. And as an Alaskan, I can tell you the best thing about Anchorage is it's only 20 minutes to the real Alaska. Also, 24-hour daylight is only above the Arctic Circle, but is a real thing. Yeah, it is. I went to Bergen, Norway once, and it was day out at midnight. It was like light out at midnight. Ooh. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wow. It's like you got to – Aren't the went, suicide rates really high in places like that? I think so. Yeah. I was yeah. in Iceland too, and you have – you need black, your hotel needs blackout shades. Mm-hmm. Regular people. Uh, yes. Reykjavik. Yeah. Reykjavik. And, uh, but it's a small place. It's beautiful. Did you go in the winter or the summer? Uh, I, I, I don't remember. Oh, it was New Year's. Yeah, it was winter. Oh, yeah. Winter's yeah, wild. New Year's. Yeah. That was cool. We went to the, the, they had the big statue of that dude, whatever his name is. I don't remember his name. Is it Leif Erikson? George Foot. Oh, uh, I know. <laughs> Probably uh, Leif Erikson. I don't remember. I don't think it's Leif Erikson. Bjork? Not Bjork. Not Bjork. It's not But, George uh, Bjork. the craziest thing was that I got recognized. In Iceland, at a burger shop in the middle of nowhere, like it really was, <laughs> it's like, just like a one guy. No, so, yeah. So it was halfway between Reykjavik and some other location. So we're like, seriously, you go outside and you see nothing yeah. but lava rock or whatever. 
and there's a burger shop and then I walk in and it's just me and a friend and then I order a burger and then I'm sitting down eating and two guys walk in and one guy goes oh hey it's Tim Pool and I was like what? that's correct hey, it's Tim Pool he's like a server guy and I was like whoa Tim Pool and I'm like yeah you're speaking English this is weird I like it I was like this guy's following me I think it is Leif Erikson or Bardur Snafelas probably that a big guy. statue I don't know that was cool though. All their last fun. names, I think, in Iceland are son or daughter. Yeah, it's is interesting. It? Yeah, if you look yeah. in the the yeah, it's like Daniel's son or you know Mock's daughter. It's oh, all wow. son or daughter. That's correct. All oh, right, correct. Justin Chavez says, "Shout out to the Babylon Bees." What is a man? Oh yeah, Babylon Bees. <laughs> nice. I watched the whole thing, all two minutes of the documentary and the forty-five <laughs> minutes of credits. Lol. Is that what, did they did they put something up? <laughs> I gotta look at that. <laughs> what is a man? It's amazing. <laughs> Bad B says, ask anyone who wants firearm control how many lives have been saved by firearms, right? Mm, yeah. Jay says, hey, Beanie Band, are you looking to, uh, into hiring video game players for new culture shows or commentary? Contract security in California isn't fulfilling and the slowly increasing homeless population wears down your empathy. We aren't currently, but it is something we plan on doing soon. We're building a new building, and I'm hoping within the next two months it's done, but who knows? We thought it was going to be done way earlier, but the steel shortage has been a kick in the balls. I did get Starlink. Oh, oh, I hear. No, yes, not set up yet. Not set up yet. Mm. It's uh, so they launched Starlink RV, which has no wait list. <laughs> so we and that's what we needed. We needed like I wanted Starlink because I want to be able to mount it and use it wherever we need to go. So we can do you know Porkfest is coming up. We're not going to make it, mm. but if we want to do any shows like that for the mobile studio, we need we need good satellite. I don't know if Starlink can handle it, but we just got it in the mail today, so we're going to do some test runs on it. That's going to be a lot of fun. Super nice. excited for that. Did you see the Chinese scientists call for a plan to destroy Starlink? Destroy Elon Musk's Starlink. This is oh, from LiveScience.com. Crazy. <laughs> Ginger McIsaac says, I just dropped several clams for Daily Wire membership to watch What is a Woman? Yes. Excellent watch. It legit is, and I'm so jealous. Worth it. I'm like, we gotta, we gotta make that. We gotta make what is an assault weapon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's a good one. Can you hire me? I'll shave and play Ben Shapiro. Perfect. I'll literally get like makeup to be Ben Shapiro. <laughs> well, we're gonna do it seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'll be serious. <laughs> yeah, I got like, I'll be totally serious. We'll be, be so serious. <laughs> well, then you can have your great value daily wire by subscribing at timcast.com. <laughs> but we gotta get on that. We've, we've actually discussed doing documentary stuff before, but the, the thing we're lacking is managerial power. Mm. that's the biggest challenge. People who can make a machine move and run. We've got the people who can, you know, fine-tune the machine or who can hammer the widgets. We need managers. That's a hard thing to find. And then, the other, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, though. We're getting there. All right. What is this? Dalimar says, STG-44 Sturmgewehr. I'm saying that wrong, probably. World War II first assault rifle. Different than military rifles at the time. Defined as pistol grip, shorter rifle barrel, select fire, large magazine, smaller caliber, caliber cartridge than main military rifles at the time. Look up the gun. Yeah, I was reading about that assault rifles typically refer to the select fire capability. And modern uh, civilian variants don't have that. They're just semi-automatic. It's one, one trigger pull, one trigger pull, one bullet. Agamemnon's gym bag says getting sick of these bigoted gun phobes trying to oppress us. All gun control is racist. I, I believe that it is true. Correct, yes. Mm. Yep. It is, it is true. Jason Hunter says, Washington State already takes longer than 72 hours to do background checks. I have a CPL, and it took a month to get a gun recently. Mm. That's what they're wow. trying to do. They are eroding your ability to have guns, and they're hoping that within a generation or two, nobody has any. So they'll keep doing it. But uh, three printers exist. 
Joe Biden wants to make 3D, 3D printed guns illegal, but that's stupid because it won't change the fact that 3D printed guns, guns will always exist if someone wants one. Let's see. Crispy Leg says, why does everyone forget that Obama is mixed race? That's right. He's white. Mm, yeah, it's true. Obama's a white man. Mm-hmm. Correct. Joe Cub says, Ian mopping with two hands had me rolling. Thanks, <laughs> bud. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mopping with two hands. <laughs> Ted says, as a person of color, it feels like some people of color are more people of color than other people of color to Democrats. Same as 1828 days. Guy with nine fingers says, how about this, Tim? If the FBI fails to finish your background check within 72 hours, they must cover the full cost of the firearm you're attempting to buy. Agreed. Um, seconded? Yeah. Motion sure. carries. Thirded. Yep. Taxpayers. Nice. Yeah. Free guns. Double A says, if Trump came out for a total ban on guns, Democrats would create drive through gun shops. There you go. <laughs> There's your plan. That guy says, raise minimum age for firearm purchases to 21 due to prolonged adolescence of current and future generations and 21 for tobacco tattoos, sexual consent, gender therapy, and voting rights compromised. Yeah, it was, um, Ann Coulter said, I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of raising the gun age to 21 if we raise the voting age to 21. Mm. And then it's like, hmm, interesting. I went to a gun shop in Virginia and I was buying a bunch of guns. And this is crazy too, because we live in the tri-state. So even when you buy them, they have to ship them like drive 20, like 10 or 15 minutes and then drop them off at your gun shop and you got to pay the fee. But some, some young guy came in to buy a gun and, uh, they asked for his ID and they're like, you can't buy handguns. You're, you're, you're only 20 years old or whatever. And then I was like, he's a 20 year old legal adult who's got yeah. his own place to live and he can't buy a handgun. You know what I'm starting to think? Sense? We should maybe raise the military age to 21 mm. because we have so many people in the country and we do not need that many people in the military now. I don't think sending a young 18-year-old it makes a lot of sense mentally. Like, we wouldn't send a 16-year-old because their minds aren't developed. That's why it makes sense. Unless they they're identify as 21. Well, I don't mm. know why you're assuming that yeah, unless their they age identify, is fixed. That was uh, implicitly what I meant. If they identify as 21, yeah. okay. doesn't matter what age you are, you can go to war. All right. Villafear says, Tim, I can't think of a more badass backdrop than a musket and samurai sword. Please don't ever change it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Originally, it was a mall sword. Yeah. It was just like this goofy mall sword I got for 10 bucks. But everybody was co- was making fun of the mall sword. And then I was like, stop making fun of me. So I bought an ac- actual Wakazashi. <laughs> exactly which is like, like, like a, yeah. It's a real one. You know, so it's cool. It's like, no, no one can make fun of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. See, take that, guys. Yeah. Can't bully me. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought I ordered one and I was like, this kind of looks better. It's harder to fit, but whatever. All right. The B says, Vosh said he really wanted to go toe-to-toe with Matt, with Matt Walsh on transgenderism. You guys want to moderate? Let's do it. Absolutely. That'd be fun. All right. There you go. Vosh, Matt Walsh, you guys want to come on the show and we'll have a conversation about transgender kids? Dude, Matt knows what's up. Yeah. I'll bring a couple kids. Oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Live studio audience. (laughs) I mean, that would be, that would be great. I just think it's, 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 it's a shame that Vosh is like the only leftist who's willing to come on and Mm -hmm. actually debate these ideas. Yeah. I mean, no, good for him. I disagree with a lot. He said creepy things. He's been heavily criticized for. That's true. But I will say there are a few other, there, there's one particular other person I'm, I'm not going to name who is not welcome on the show, but everyone knows who he is. But for the most part, it's like it's like pulling teeth to get these people to come out and actually debate these ideas. Is it Bill Maher? No, no we Bill Maher. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll okay. have Bill Maher on the show. Absolutely. I wouldn't go on his show, though, because I feel like one of the challenges with going on other people's shows uh, for Bill in particular is that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm. 
So I wouldn't want to be there with him moderating and not knowing. That mm. would be like a really bad position to be in. Mm. Uh, the, so going on Joe Rogan, for instance, is always fantastic. Joe's great. And Joe reads a lot. But when I said on his show last time in November, I think it was, that uh, most of the country is now constitutional carry, Joe said that can't be true. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it is. And then he said, Jamie, pulled that up. And Jamie pulled up a generic Google search that said 13 states. Ew. And it's wrong. Ew. It's 25. On, I was actually mostly correct. Florida is about to pass to be the 26th state. So when I was saying that, and I went, oh, I guess I was wrong. I'll eat that one. Wow, I didn't realize. You're close. And so it's, it's, it, but, but I'm not going to blame Joe for that. I mean, we, you know, we got it wrong. Bill Maher doesn't even fact check. So being on a show with him, like you watch Dennis Prager and he's like, that viral clip where he said they're putting tampons in the men's room and Bill goes, no, they're not. No, it's not. Okay, I would not people. go on a show like that. Like, dude, Bill, I think he's phoning it in. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He's only somewhat realizing what's been happening in the world. He's 10 years. He doesn't ten, write his ten stuff. Years, right. I mean, he just reads a monologue. Right, exactly. Not writing it. And he's got a new podcast and I'm just like, Ugh. I've had people reach out and be like, would you, not from his camp, but people who are in the related areas yeah. were like, would you want us to talk to them? We would love to see you. And I'm like, no way, dude. First of all, I'm not going to fly out there because I got to do my show. But more importantly, I'm just like, as much as I can respect him calling out a lot of this stuff, he's he's phoning it in. It's funny to watch you. Mm -hmm. He's so smarmy. It's funny to watch him against <laughs> so anyone who's smug. like grounded. Okay, mm -hmm. people. The left, the, the left has gone too far. He talks like this. The left has gone mm -hmm. too far. Oh if the woke <laughs> really want to ban speech. They've lost their minds. It's just go. this real feminine twist. His done. new podcast called mm -hmm. Club Random. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm glad he's getting away from the corporate crap. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I think the issue is he grew up in a world where he just watched CNN and that was the basis of his reality. So he doesn't Probably, know what he's talking yeah. about. He was, That's it. He was wonderfully outspoken in 2000 uh, or 2002, 2001 about mm -hmm. the Iraq crap. And like he was, he was really critical of George Bush's he's, handling of that. He's starting to crack though now. I think something is getting to him. The he's light. slowly starting to crack. Yeah, yeah. I can see the light bursting out of him. All right. Leet Zors says, funny how Ian starts mouthing off about the Catholic Church the night Seamus is That's gone. Right. I would do it every <laughs> night. <laughs> no, he, Catholic he, cast. He, 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 I, anybody who consistently watches the show knows that Ian says it right to and Seamus. It's, it's definitely the organization. <laughs> like, the organization of the church is where I have the issue. I love God and the idea of God and the consciousness and all that. And that that's where me and Seamus really get along. All right. Let's see. Schneider Strong says millennials don't have the same number of children and family as the boomer generation did. Could this help explain why the younger population would be okay with political assassinations? Yes. Very oh, good point, actually. Mm -hmm. yeah. Older people are averse to violence because um, – What's that one movie uh, with Mel Gibson and it's like the revolution? The, oh, Patriot, yeah, the Patriot. The Patriot. That I reference yeah, all the time. Right. You like that movie, right? I love that yeah. movie. It's good. When Mel Gibson says, he says something like, mark my words, your children will, will learn of this war. This war will not be fought on, on a distant faraway battlefield. It will be fought in front of our homes. Your children will learn of it with their own eyes. Correct. And that, and then he, and then he, he says something like, sir, I have seven children. I don't have the luxury of, you know, what, bravery or something like that. And then said something about Jews or something. Or was that a different yeah, movie? That's, that's, that's a different, different yeah. movie. That was a different, <laughs> movie. Oh, yeah. different, different movie. No, this one was actually good. The the Patriot Man, amazing movie. I love how they make the British people just like the most detestable evil people. They got so mad about yeah. that. Who, who's the Who's the guy who uh, plays the evil dude? I think his name is Jason. I don't remember. Jason Isaacs. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, he was amazing. Woo. And I love how just he's like a, he's like very one dimensional. He's like, I'm going to shoot a child. And it's like, why would you do that? So smart. It's like Douglas Murray. It's just like Douglas no Murray. Evil Douglas Murray. I love Douglas Murray. Yes. But it, it, it was cool, though. The Patriots, like, a revolution film 
freedom and revenge. Mm-hmm. So watching Mel Gibson, you know, win in the end is just great. And then watching uh, the, the regulars lose and being like, America! Yeah! <laughs> yes. Yeah! like that. <laughs> Fourth of July is coming up. That's right. And that's MAGA month. Woo! July is officially MAGA month. And you, we barbecue every weekend. That's right. MAGA month? MAGA month is July, Did yeah. Did you not know that? Tyler? No. Yeah. Everyone's ultra MAGA month. Oh, yeah. That's oh, sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, we were, we were talking the other day about Pride month, and then we were like, when's MAGA month? And then I think Lydia said July. Yeah, of course. Fourth of July. So the, the idea is that for the entire month, it's just you barbecue. That's right. You know? Woo. Love that's it. what it's all about. Love yeah. it. Yeah. MAGA month. That I don't know. That's what it's all about. I'm, I'm going to, we're just going to grill burgers. Mm. Yes. That's right. MAGA month. Make July great again, they That's say, it. sure. Make July great again. <laughs> Bad B says, equity is racist if you don't understand how think about it till you get it. Hmm. Was that meant to be grammatically incorrect? Not sure. David C. Cronk Sr. says, Ian seems to be stuck on this Roman slavery point without acknowledging the fact that the Egyptians enslaved the Hebrews thousands of years earlier. Mm. Yes, slavery is not endemic to the Romans, but the Roman Empire is definitely endemic to our way of life right now, and we need to shed, shatter that. It's always been. The crazy thing was that, like, you could be not a slave, and then one day you could be a slave. Yeah. Like, you're, you're living in a village or whatever, and you're, like, working, and you're dealing with slavers, and then one day they just grab you, and, like, you're a slave now. And you're like, oh, no. Like, what do I do? Like, that's crazy, right? Mm. Yeah. You know? That that culture was brutal. Oh, Snapple Facts says, Tim, politics are one thing, but I need the real question answered. Sheets or Wawa? Oh, Wawa. Oh, oh, whoa, yeah. Yeah. I'm unfamiliar. I do like sheets, though. Mm. That was groundbreaking. So Wawa also lets you pre-order the the sub sandwich, and then you they make it on demand. Yeah. Is that similar to sheets like that? Yeah. Wawa's better. But we mostly have sheets out here. Yeah. Sheets. sheets yeah. Never seen a, it's a gas station. Never seen a sheets. Awesome. But they have like sandwiches and stuff, right? Yeah. They oh, were yeah. the first place Korea I ever saw they had that like kiosk ordering system at a gas station. Oh. There's a place in Virginia, I remember, that did deep, like they did fried chicken and gas. It was a gas, it was a gas station. I mean, a lot of gas stations actually have fried chicken if you yeah. think about it when you're traveling around the country, but they like, their whole marketing was like fried chicken and gasoline or something like that. Huh. So mm-hmm. like you pump your, you, while you're pumping, you walk in and they just drop in the deep fryer. That was awesome. Damn. I know. Like, I will take some drumsticks. Now, today, that would be a $300 visit. <laughs> 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 yeah, seriously. Chicken and gas? We're eating oh. for the month. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeffrey Pfaff says, Jordan Peterson is crying in joy right now, Tyler. Ooh, yeah, that's awesome. Let's like, hope so. Like, there's no evidence of that. <laughs> that's technically correct. Christopher Sco- uh, Scamra says, love the impressions, Tyler. I've been trying to follow up with Lydia over email regarding a film pitch with Daily Wire and Dallas that almost got greenlit. Tim, before looking to potentially make a project in association with them, we should talk. Maybe we we are doing a ton of infrastructure stuff right now, yeah, and it's just a lot going on. Well, we've got a built, we're, we're building a <laughs> building, and we're doing, we're working on the website. And I'm just like, you know, I wake up and I'm like, how do we make this stuff go faster? The the, the problem is just people, people. <laughs> you got to <laughs> yeah. find people who know how yeah. to build stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll do the film though. DM me. I'll do it. Yeah, there you go. Are you ready nope. to do another one? I'm writing a movie now. Oh, yeah. That's the next thing. Yeah. Sam Axe says, you dare to speak ill of the wars of stars. How dare you? How dare you? Uh-huh. Yeah, Star Wars jumped the shark a lot. Oh, yeah. Episode one was the terrible. When it no, got no. I, the prequels were like, eh. Yeah. The, pr- what, I, but I the, lo- sh- the movie wasn't, yeah, that was the problem. The movies were stellar. They were so good. Four, five, and six. Return of the Jedi, Jabba the Hutt, Luke Skywalker. Like, the force is real. 
And <laughs> then they made Jar Jar Binks. Uh, and they had Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor, and they still screwed that movie up. They had Natalie Portman, and the movie was terrible because they had a cartoon character as the lead, and they had no villain. They had Darth Maul. We had no lines. Got slaughtered. Right. And you're like, what? There was no villain. The, the entire series. Yep. Yeah, but the prequels, I'm kind of just like, you know, eh. Like, I'll watch them. Yeah. I went to the theater the sequels, when the first I was one. like, off. The worst. Mm. The Last Jedi is probably the worst film I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I, I wanted to walk out of the theater. It was so bad. And I was like, the only reason I didn't was because like, I should finish it so I know what happens. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, it turns out. So here's the thing about Star Wars. They, they, they said that, um, originally with the prequels, they were like, Star Wars is actually a series about Darth Vader. Oh. It starts with Darth Vader. And even throughout the, fir- the prequels, it's about Anakin Skywalker. It was a Darth Vader story. And it, mm. the, and, and it ends with his death and all that. And I was like, wow. Do you know what it is now following the sequel films? The entirety of Star Wars is the story of Palpatine's gender transition. Stop. That's all it is. Sign me up. Is this the one on – have you guys seen the Disney one, the one that Gina – was fired from I oh, Mandalorian. Seen that. No. Oh, that's Mandalorian. Well, I saw a little bit yeah. of that. I've never seen. It. It was I've never seen that. It was good. It so was so okay. listen, listen. They said the story started with Darth Vader, right? Okay. Let's think about where it ended right now. It ends with the Emperor becoming a young woman. So now it starts with Palpatine as a senator trying to take over the government, and then ends with him trying to take over the body of a young woman. Sick. And here's the thing, right? This is this is true. This is canon. Spoiler alert. In the end, they find out the Emperor is actually alive. And he's like, you must strike me down so that I will take over your body or something. I'm not for real. Like, and then she's like, no, I won't do it. But then she does it. So like, then she calls herself Skywalker or whatever. But I'm like, yo, the Emperor. They Walker. You mean they, them Walker? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But imperial propaganda. So, so when the idea was like, he was going to live forever by taking her body. If she struck him down in rage, but then she strikes him down anyway, I'm like, so he won? But did she like, strike him woman? down in rage? But uh, Or was it out of love? I I think <laughs> even the trans community would agree that that's what it's about. Mm. Uh, you have a good The point. emperor took like over the this. galaxy because he just wanted the right body. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some trans Isn't Bill Burr maybe? in the, uh, the, the Mandalorian? Yeah, yes. Yep. Man. Like, yeah, that's so bizarre. I, I was watching it; it was okay till there was a scene where you know the guy who played Apollo Creed was in it. He he was like his his like handler or something yeah. to give him these missions. And then there's a scene where he's supposed to be giving him this real secret mission. And he's like, "Okay, your mission is." He's yelling it out to Bill everyone Burr? in the bar. No, it's the guy uh, that played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Okay. I don't know what his name is. Hmm. Um, and it was just like, well, who's directing this movie? I mean, the guy is trying to be secretive and he's yelling at everyone in the bar about the secret. It's how do you have I Bill Burr in it? In Cancel Gina, Bill says the craziest. Is he just yelling at you people? You sound like Bill. Are hey, you doing a Bill hey. Burr impression? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look at this bitch, right? She's brutal, right? <laughs> Leah's just bitching all the time. She's just yapping. <laughs> yeah, it sounds just like it's such a pleasant. All right, let's read some more. We got John Ari says, make a flag for Chicken City. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. We will. Don't chicken on me. Nate says, did anyone who watched What Does a Woman Notice that the girl who swam with Leah Thomas, who was anonymous... You could clearly make out her face in the close-up camera That's angle, correct. just making sure I'm not crazy. Oh, no, totally. Not crazy. I mean, I just got to say, like, if you send me a video of someone and their voice is altered, I can easily correct that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. In, like, it would not 10 be that seconds. Hard, yeah. It's really easy to do. 
Because hmm. usually what they'll do is they'll just pitch shift it. Right, right. That worked back when at the average person didn't have pitch shifting software <laughs> on their computers. No, they do. <laughs> I have now pitch you can just unshift. Go like, there you yeah. go. <laughs> but I mean, the other thing too is like cadence and word choices. Yeah. You know who it is. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're anonymous. It's like, bro, I go to school with you. I know that's you. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on. You know, that's not going to work, huh? All right, we'll grab a couple more. Mematype says, video idea, start with the rainbow flag, zoom out and add the trans flag out, out uh, tra- add the trans flag, keep zooming out, adding flags, eventually it zooms out to show a person's face like they're rediscovering individuality. Exactly oh, yeah, what's going to happen. Hmm. Rebel Parish says, I'm 410 and the guy just needs to be taller than me. I went on a date Sunday with a guy who was literally the size of my 11-year-old niece. Same muscle mass. Wow. wow <laughs> Look, I uh, I didn't do yoga that week, and I was just slouching, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, give me a break. I'm sorry. I'm having a rough <laughs> week here. Christopher McCatton says, regarding the polls about uh, dem young men and assassination versus threats, the left thinks that words are violence. Is uh, The left thinks that word violence is worse than actual violence, maybe? They see the threat as an escalation from physical violence. No, they just don't want to warn you. Mm. Like, don't threaten them. Just do it. Just do it. Dem young men. That sounds like a gang. Yeah. Dem young men. Dem young men. (laughs) 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 Captain Kirk. Oh, wait. We just jumped on us. No. Captain Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, you disappeared. Super Ted is gone. Speak to me, Kirk. All right. Brody Nevis says, I was just told that Alameda County in California is going to have a mask mandate again. This is stupid. Really? That's so great. Wow. Sounds about right. Eden Hiddick says the anti-gun lobby has a history of intentionally mislabeling firearms and even attempted to label handguns as pocket rockets, rockets. among other terms, labeling every auto weapon a machine gun is another. Amazing. Yep. Here we go. Captain Kirk says, Tim, I hope people realize we can't vote Democrat anymore. We have to vote Republican, but Democrats aren't the, uh, we don't have to vote Republican, but Democrats aren't the way and their party knows it. I mean, I'm, I, it, Libertarian Party. Yeah, Dave Smith. Actually, the Libertarian, the Mises Caucus just swept the Libertarian Party. Uh, Michael Malice just had the, was it the chairman of the Libertarian Party on Your yeah. Welcome on Angela. The show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very promising. Those guys are really it's, smart. If you were actually at the Libertarian National Convention like I was, you wouldn't feel it, it was as promising. Oh, really? <laughs> what yeah. was it like? It was crazy. It was crazy. Man. I mean, I'm happy that the Mises Caucus took over, but um, when the whole body of a thousand delegates couldn't decide on when to go to lunch, I lost all hope. Yeah. yeah. It was It was like, like half and half. Not authoritarian enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was tough. <laughs> Get a bunch of Libertarians in a room. It's tough to make a decision. Yeah. Well, just tell everybody to take care of themselves. There you go. Oh, yeah. When's lunch? <laughs> go and eat when you feel like eating. I don't care. That would be the libertarian point of view, theoretically speaking, but in action so. that did not play out right. that way. Yeah, it was crazy. Stephen L. says, it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Stephen. Thank Stephen. Joseph Henson says, funny thing in retrospect is that when you add up the issues we're facing, who's causing the most noise and the ideologies involved, turns out that legalizing prostitution when Australia did would have saved the world. Hmm. Why? I don't get it. Don't what am I missing? I don't understand. Yeah, that eluded me too. I'm not yeah. sure. Prostitution. That's all I heard. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Mad Make says, make a participation flag for the salty army, please. Well, I couldn't make the flag. They'd have to make the flag, yeah, right? I, I don't want to make a flag for somebody else. You know, no. I, I, would, I, would, I would misrepresent, you know Cultural what I mean? appropriation, man. But I'll tell you what you can do. You can smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends if you do like it, and head over to TimCast.com. Become a member right now if you haven't already. We're going to have a members-only show coming up at 11 p.m. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. Follow us on Instagram. We have clips every day. You can follow me at TimCast basically everywhere. 
Tyler, do you want to shout anything out? Sure. Uh, Ty the Fish. I'm shadow banned everywhere, so I got to spell it out. You got to write the whole thing. T Y the Fish. F I S C H. And TylerFisher.com. Uh, I'll be touring the country doing stand up soon, so you can sign my email list. And YouTube, Tyler Fisher. Nice. Head over to TimCast.com and check out the read little uh, in the left-hand side. Check out the read. You're going to find some awesome journalism there. Right on. You can follow me at IanCrossland.net, and you can get in touch with me through social there. And I wanted to shout out Terror on the Prairie, which oh, is yeah. Yeah, going to be coming out. Gina Carano, Nick Searcy, Cowboy Cerrone on June 14th on The Daily Wire. We're going to do like a Q&A uh, on the premiere night. <gasps> Very cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Good to see you. Yeah. Thanks right. for having me. Here's my moment of truth. I tweaked my camera a little bit without looking at it. There we go. I'm still here, still in the corner. Thank you guys very much for tuning in this evening with Tyler. I had a blast. I'm really looking forward to the bonus show. Uh, you guys may find me on Twitter and Minds.com at SourPatchlets as well as SourPatchlets.me. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.